So talk to me. What do you think about these? It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> Here um, I am expecting to be like, so I don't you're like no, it's no, wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> Defense should be flat zero. I know what you're saying about the misprint. Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a program completely dedicated to the board game Spirit Island. On this show, we examine and discuss every aspect of the game, whether they be general tips, in-depth strategies, or silly shenanigans. Today, we commence our series of looking at each and every spirit in the game individually to get an in-depth look at who they are and what they can do. For this episode, we are taking a look at Lightning Swift Strike. It's finally happening, Ryan! Oh! Spirit Analysis! <laughs> The child of a passing storm spirit, Lightning Swift Strike danced off the shores of the island many ages ago, and liked it enough to stay. It spends much of its time resting and quiet, waking up to dance through the sky when the winds blow strong. It only concerns itself occasionally with the Dahan, usually appearing out of nowhere to send them off on some obscure errand. The Dahan cooperate, partly out of wary respect for Lightning's power, but as much for the sake of the Thunderspeaker, Lightning's child, who is a patron and ally of their people. Most spirits of storm travel the sky, never touching down or staying in any one place for too long, but a few find a place they're sufficiently drawn to to stay, often a site with high winds or violent weather. Spirits of Lightning are especially prone to this, finding the earth below more interesting than their cloud-formed brethren. Lightning Swift Strike was born long ago of a storm spirit off the shores of Spirit Island. It decided to stay in the instant it first struck ground, and has remained ever since. Lightning destroys with a fierce and glorious joy, not for the sake of destruction itself, but for the exultation of swiftness in power. Thank you, Editing Ryan. We'll take it from here. <laughs> Sounds kind of fun, right? Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. So, John, on August 4th, 2020, Whoa. something happened. Do you remember, perhaps, what happened on August 4th, 2020? Did we announce that we were being a podcast? No? Did we start recording? We did air in September. Oh, I was close. Then I don't know. It was close. On August 4th, 2020... Did we, we buy a microphone? <laughs> <laughs> On August 4th, 2020, we recorded Lightning Analysis. Whoa. It was among the first things we ever did. However, as things played out, you'll remember that I had a hard drive crash. Mm -hmm. We recorded both Lightning Analysis and River Analysis all the way back in the first eight episodes that we did. I'm kind of happy they got lost. <laughs> the analysis yes. series actually started way back then. Wow. We commenced this 
technically before we even started, before we were public. And because of my hard drive crash, unfortunately, we lost those episodes. Yeah. And we were like, oh, man, because they were so good. It was like two hours worth of recording. Sure. I hate when we lose things. And they were effectually nominated to us as the lost episodes. We've never actually talked about them before because why? (laughs) Because they're lost. They're gone. Yeah. There's no point. But point being, the thing that's really cool, what just happened is a little private win for me. For Lo, the script I just read from was written two years ago. Wow. And I kept it all this time because I knew at some point we were going to get back to it. Ironically... After we recorded those episodes, the reason why we delayed is because we were like, you know what? I actually think we can do this better than what we just did. Yeah. And so on one hand, I'm mad that we just lost all that work because we had some great jokes. Oh, yeah. Some phenomenal ones. We're really funny. (laughs) (laughs) It was the one about when you went off script. I was like, that's not what the script says. Stick to the script. Stick to the script. And you're like, we have a script. I can't read. (laughs) There were some good jokes. Yeah, there there was. So anyway, the thing was, is like, you know what? You and I were like, we already have some ideas on how we can do that better. Yeah. So we actually put a pause on that because we knew Jagged Earth was about to come out. And we were like, you know what? We don't want to start a spirit analysis where we would get into the new DLC expansion characters. Mm -hmm. And oh, we've only played them once, twice. Right. So it actually works out better this way. So let's delay it a season so that we can actually get a lot, not just a little, but a lot of experience with Jagged Earth peeps. And then start the spirit analysis when we actually have a plethora of experience under our belt for all these various spirits in different settings and different player counts against different adversaries and different scenarios because we thought we could do the spirit analysis better once we knew how all these new aspect cards work once we knew all these new spirit interactions work with the new characters that were coming in so all this to say this has been a meaningful preamble wow and a very long one to today (laughs) and I'm also kind of happy we lost some because we weren't reaching out to the community as much because we were basically back then you know we didn't really we were not a community driven podcast back then not at all so we were just going to do spirit analysis which is us two talking yeah it was like a 50 minute affair and we're like yeah. all right that's done next well that's all i have to say and i'm just a better player now than i was back yeah, then well two years later for sure <laughs> i've grown so much <laughs> You all out there listening to this, if you ever have the opportunity to realize how much growth as a human you can have in a year or two years time because you have a journal, or in this case, a audio Audio, journal here where you can see your progress in various things. For us, we get to listen to our past selves. It's awkward and painful sometimes. No, I hate it. (laughs) But it's really cool to see how far you've come in some areas of life. Definitely. Definitely. For sure. Oh, man, that is so cool to think about. Yeah. I forgot about those last episodes. Yeah. We recorded those before we ever even started. We had eight. We had eight episodes in the backlog before season one started when we aired. And among those was the lost episodes. And we've talked about this before. We have a shared doc, Ryan, Mm -hmm. Laura, and I, that we all can contribute Mm -hmm. to, give thoughts to. It's basically our outline for each episode. And I forgot our spirit analysis is at the top. Yeah. Of this 20-page yeah. document that is turned this, into. Of this, at the moment, it is... What is it? 26. 26 pages. It was page one. Because like you said, it was early on. We we're like, we're going to do spirits. Sometimes you may have seen us... I've definitely done this on the Discord where I'll be like, I'll 
sure, I'll go put this on the list. <laughs> Some people come to us with ideas like, okay, I'll put it on the list. Yeah. This shared Google Doc is our list. And when we are done with a topic, we delete it. So it's not like it only increases. It decreases too. Yeah. All right, here are our notes for this topic. Cool. Fun five. Done. Delete. Do, delete them. And it goes from, I don't know, like 19 to 15 when we do that. It's currently 26. <laughs> <laughs> we basically only save the stats. Yeah. Yep. Of, of things. Because mm-hmm. I like to see those. I like to see those too, yeah. <laughs> anyway, lightning. Anyway, lightning. <laughs> so, we've heard about their lore. Yes. That's who they are. This spirit is so dope. Yeah. Oh. So cool. Love lightning. So, let's talk about their theme. Gotta go fast. That's yeah. what I have in my... Sonic? Right. right. <laughs> Sonic. Go, 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 go. Given the fact that they are low complexity, they're arguably the first attacker. Yeah. The OG attacker. That you will we... play in this game. So their theme, they're all about speed and damage. Yep. <laughs> offense, offense, quick. And it makes sense. The element of lightning is one of the fastest things in life. Sure. You know, people say faster than lightning or back in a flash mm-hmm. for a reason because of how fast it is. And you always see the lightning and then you hear the thunder. Yeah. In a storm yep. type of thing. So this is our speed freak. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and talk about their role on the team, or at least what the role that they give to the roster if this is like a character-based shooter and maybe like Overwatch yeah. or a game like that. So they are a dedicated attacker. Yep. It is very Every simple to understand. There's hardly a secondary focus. And given the fact that they are a low complexity, they are the OG attacker. Mm-hmm. Lightning is the OG attacker. Earth is the original defender. River is the original controller. And Shadows is the original fear spirit. Mm-hmm. And back then, four players was the maximum that you can play. So as a four-person team, it's like these four things, offense, defense, control, fear, were championed by one spirit. And each one of them had something to do with helping somebody. So utility that's was kind of right. split. Is, so That's so cool. When you think about yeah. like those four, you're basically describing the summary right. of powers. Right. And they all embody one and then all of them have utility right lightning is lightning's boon river has boon of vigor earth has gift of strength and shadows has mantle of dread Mm -hmm. so it's just kind of cool to see the simplicity of like oh yeah these are like the og characters can i put forth not an argument or just like i'm putting this on the table type of thing I want to make the case that Lightning's second highest trait, because I'm just looking at their summary powers right oh, now. Oh, we'll talk about it. Okay. We'll I, talk about it. I don't think it's what it says on the thing. I actually wanted to ask you that question, Ooh. and I wanted that to be something that we do ask for every spirit going into this oh, analysis dope. series. So, yes, Lightning is a dedicated attacker. They are great against buildings. Yeah. Arguably one of, if not the best, anti-building character in the game. If you had to ask me really quick, who is the best anti-building character? I'd be like, Lightning, Downpour, Thunderspeaker. Not necessarily in that order, but just that's who I think of. Lightning is among the first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Thundering Destruction, hello. <laughs> you just get to destroy him, just... It's not deal damage to them. Just like, oh no, yeah, just destroy oh. and then shattered homesteads. Right. We'll get to all their powers, but so yeah, they you're right. are a dedicated attacker, but they are proficient against buildings, not necessarily explorers, but we'll get into that. Yet they do, although it's low, they have some appreciable fear gains. Yeah, I'd say for sure. I'd say some good fear. Yep, well, usually we... from the thundering destruction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into yeah, it. We'll get into <laughs> So their complexity is low, but they have some interesting choices to make. 
Okay. And I think that low doesn't mean that you literally have one way to play them. It just means that when you look at the tools, you're not melting your brain fractured style. I think just hearing you say that, and I've like yelled in the past, like, new players should not play lightning. Remember I had mm-hmm. that stance? Having looked... Had? Did you just say had that stance? Anyway. People, <laughs> people can change. Remember we were talking about two years ago how people can grow? <laughs> Let me qualify. As we're doing this series and, you know, re-looking at the spirits, yeah. I think lightning is probably the easiest spirit to play in the entire game. Hmm. I really do. I don't okay. know if that's good for new players because sure. I've made the case about right. the fast. But that's slow a different. Phase. Right. That's, that's a, a different, different thing. I think out of the yeah the twenty four like what's easier than offense like we're talking about blow yeah. things up. What's right. easier than taking things off the map? Because mm. river control is hard to be like. What am I doing really with control? Sure. And shadows. I think like Ted and Eric have blatantly said this should have been a moderate spirit mm-hmm. for shadows. Well, and they even said right from the get go, shadows is literally printed as a low complexity, but understand of the lows they are the most complex they are the most complex Mm. whereas lightning has been touted as the easiest right and then earth you know you're kind of like what am i doing i'm not playing a card but my special rules defending me so it's like maybe that's hard to grasp Mm -hmm. or it's like i'm not doing as much i'm not triggering my innate but lightning it's just like it makes sense i've never seen a person struggle with lightning well i think it's such an honest thing too we need to get bad guys off the board this character really kills bad guys Cool. cool. Let's do it. That's the win state. <laughs> all right. I'll blow things up. Yep. Yep. You don't have to worry about spirit phases, fast or slow. Right. You're all fast. Yep. <laughs> Just worry it's about great. one phases. Blow yep. things up. So let's look at this summary of powers. All right. Understandably so, their offense is phenomenal. No arguments here. It's pegged. <laughs> it's the top one. As a helpful reminder, the summary of powers, the bars that you see there, are only indicative and comparable to the other bars on that spirit's board, not the bars of other spirits' boards. Good reminder. I think it would be cool, though, and we've said this in the past, if they somehow attached a value, a numeric value I to wish, those. I wish, Ryan. That'd be difficult to do. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. i just like to see what maybe like the dev team thinks Out as of whose offense is better between Lightning yeah. and Vengeance. They're sure. both very high. Right. Wildfires is very high. I'd just be really curious to see... What do you think? Mm-hmm. Would one be a seven? Who would be a nine? Yeah, like Who'd out of ten. Eight? Who's an eight out of ten? Yeah. Yeah. Complete curiosity. 100% like curiosity. Like finder, ten out of ten control yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. But like, who else has high? Yeah, it'll be really cool. Oh, do you hear that? By the way, get this. We're talking about lightning and we are literally in a thunderstorm yeah, right now. it's been going on for the past you hour. you hear that? I'm not sure if the mic can pick it up or not. But the window is open because it gets hot in here. So we're ventilating the room. But it's raining outside. How perfect. It's very unthemed. That we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why it took us so long to get to this? We were waiting for a thunderstorm. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> On a Monday night where we conveniently have an opening. <laughs> it worked out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, we had blizzards. We just didn't have. Don't worry. It's still Cleveland. <laughs> we get our snow. <laughs> So, yeah, it's hilarious. It's literally a thunderstorm. Anyway, back to summary powers. Yeah, their offense. Yep. Pegged. Literally their number one thing. Mm -hmm. Their control is actually not so bad. It's not so bad when you regard them as someone who's just pure offense. It's not good, but it's not (laughs) zip. Like, it's low. Their control is pretty low, but it's not zip. It's not the lowest either. Correct. Yeah. Then look at their second most. Hmm. It's fear. Hmm. This bar says that fear is their second best. Now, judging the length of this bar, it looks like, what, would you call that half? 
Yeah. About half as good as what their offense is. Yeah, I would say that. Okay. Okay. So fear is pretty good right now. Offense is their best. Control is their worst. And fear is second, second as far as like what we've currently said. And then there's defense. Look at defense. What defense? This little blip. It's like I don't even think it should be a blip. I think it should be nothing. I think this blip is just to show that like... This isn't a misprint. <laughs> like, no, it's intentionally really okay. low. I think you're right. It's just a tiny little bit. It's a little No sliver. one's surprised. No one's surprised. No. It's supposed to be that low. <laughs> Easily their worst thing. Just to, <laughs> oh, just sure. to no. cut through the comedy and just who cares if it's a spoiler. Their defense they is have, their lowest. They have yep. not. No defense. And then their utility mm-hmm. is actually pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty low. It's pretty low. Looks, but it's... Looks to me in line honestly, with Honestly, it looks... Correct. In my opinion, it looks like it's the same as control. Right. So tied for third. Yeah. So their offense is their best. Their fear is their second best, according to the summary powers. Control and utility, mm, mm-hmm. not bad. Like they represent a little bit. And then pff, defense is, yeah, no. But hey, isn't the phrase a good offense is a good defense? There you go. And that's what they are. Your offense. So talk to me. What do you think about these? It's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> Here um, I am expecting to be like, so I don't you're like, no, it's no, wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> defense should be flat zero. I know what you're saying about the misprint. I think utility should be two. Their second highest. Okay. Here's my... Talk to me. I know we're talking about... It's not about what the spirit can become or what they find in the power deck because any spirit can change. Sure. You know, lightning can draft, quicken your struggles, be a defensive spirit. Right. We're talking about where they're starting with what they are. Right. These summaries of powers describe where the character's strengths are at game start. At game start. Because, I mean, like, if you factor in the fact that Downpour can find Reign of Blood... Oh, they're the best fear spirit in the game. Then their fears would be yeah, pegged. They're the best fear spirit the, in the game. The fear bar on their board would be pegged. You know? Like. So, bearing that in mind... They start with Lightning Spoon, and as we... Which is where their utility <laughs> is coming from. <laughs> and it's one of the best in the game, and we both yeah. had it in our top 10 yep. in our gift series. Like, this is a strong card. Yeah. Say you play an eight-turn game, and out of those eight turns, yeah. you probably have Lightning Spoon six times. Yeah. Because of reclaim loops. I know sure. it's the joke. I know it's sure. the meme. It's true. But you, the thing is, is when you have card play that good and a reclaim loop that consistent, you're going to have you're this gonna card. You're going to reclaim loop. <laughs> so if you are being that supportive that consistently, like I can 75% see it. of the time, I can see it. you are using one of the strongest support powers in the game. Yeah. I, I think, think about that. Yeah. I think the support can be a little bit higher. Because, yes, it's one card, but seeing how you're going to be in a reclaim loop, you're going to be doing that card all the time. We, statistically. We statistically. talked about this with Boon of Vigor. Like, yeah, this is a strong card, but because River has a reclaim one, yeah. it kind of makes it stronger yeah i see it i also think so we talked about defense is nil mm-hmm. so we will talk about harbingers of lightning but that's basically a control to han power yeah it's their only thing it's their only thing because their defense is zero mm-hmm. i think harbingers is a utility if you're playing along with somebody because you can push to han to an earth to an ocean to a downpour and have them defend or to a trickster you can push them to a thunder speaker and have them join an army type of thing i think that because they have zero use for dahan you're just blowing things up yeah you naturally start with a single dahan thing yeah with harbinger of lightning and we joked last time about well Send if them. you don't find any defend cards or a way to strife bad guys perhaps or just some way to keep dahan alive this like card yeah you feel like you're sending them to their death I can see what you mean in the fact that, like, it's utility and the fact that it's helping others, but it is still control. It's still control. 
But I see it almost like I'm supporting the Thunder Speaker but army. But it's control with the mindset of I might not even use these, so it's control to help others, and that way it's team supporting. So like in a flat definition, it is not utility. Right. I agree. So you're saying it's very similar to the movement that Keeper does. Yes. Kind I think of. that's a utility thing with their special role, like you're saying. Yeah. They don't like, have it is, use. It is control. Yeah. Full stop. It is control. But they have no but use But you're for using them. it to directly help another player. Yeah. Because you're like, I'm not going to use him here. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else can. Okay. So, obviously, it's mostly Lightning's Boon. But because they have no real use for Dahan, like you said, unless we pull a defense card, you can support, because almost every spirit in this game either defends or uses mm. Dahan in some way. Sure. A lot of them either have defend cards. And I was thinking, like, oh, Fangs, they can move Dahan, but they don't defense. But there's so many good, like, animal plant defend cards yeah. <laughs> in yep. the deck. So, yep. I don't know. I think that is a way of support. I will never say that utility is higher than offense, but I could kind of see that being too, because Lightning Zoom is so strong. So here's the thing. Do you think that utility is better than their fear? Yes. Okay. Mm, I could do like the easy. It depends. It depends. It depends on how many buildings there are yeah. and how often you're triggering Maybe tide, destruction. Maybe Tide can I land on Tide? I think they should at least be higher than okay. Control. Maybe Tide with the fear. I think I'm okay with where they are. Okay. I do like that comment about having Lightning's Boon. So often. But then at the same time, if you have Lightning's Boon, then that means you're consistently getting fire air element, which means you're hitting thunder mm. destruction, which means you're you blowing fear. people up. Which is fear. Which is offense and it's fear. Yeah. Okay. I can see the argument. Yeah. I think. Dang, dude. You hear that rain picking up? It is picking up. I'm leaving that in. It's too perfect. It is way too perfect it's that so, it's raining right it's now. It's so on theme. Anyway, also, I, this room gets so warm. Do you think that's also just me as a supportive player? So I kind of just like, Probably. I really latch on to support things. I think so. <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, they're only support. And Ryan's like, well, they blow things up. No, no, they don't. <laughs> like I said, I it is bi- control. I'll be honest, I'm biased. <laughs> So, Lightning Setup simply says, place two presents on your starting board in the highest numbered sands. Okay, pretty simple. Makes sense that they would be in the sands, yeah. Highest numbered sands. You know, they don't strike me as a desert spirit, but, you know, they are a wind and air spirit. Yeah. That makes sense. So, what is your preferred board to play on? I just like seaboard in general. So almost <laughs> always seaboard is my go-to. Yeah, it's like, what's well, fair? It doesn't matter, seaboard. In Lightning's case, ironically, with the exception of A-board, for different reasons, it's all of them yeah. that are our favorites. I do like F a lot as a newer board that we start to play on now. The reason why we like seaboard and B-board is because the highest number of sand in that board is centrally located, mm-hmm. which means that you can pretty much go in very many directions. Also, it's very good because that's two presents in there, which is a sacred site, and Lightning likes their sacred sites because their strongest powers require them. The cool thing about C, D, E, and F board, though, is that with a single growth two option where you can place two presents making a sacred site, on each of those boards, do that once, and if you grow to the right place, you can literally cover every single land on your board with sacred site coverage. Wow. Which is really cool. Just from, you're mm-hmm. basically from turn one. Yeah. From turn one to growth two, you can touch every single every land. Every single land. Yeah. And that's really cool. Yeah, that's huge. So B, C, D, E, and F for those reasons, if any of you care about that. Yeah. A actually isn't bad either. It just technically takes the longest to cover. Yep. Here's a quick question. What color do you prefer to play as with lightning? It's... For me, it's usually orange, red, or yellow. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes it is red, but a lot of yeah. times it's yellow because right. they're pictured as yellow. In they're a lot pictured of their as art. yellow. Yeah. yeah. 
And Orange didn't come until Jagged Earth or the five or six player expansion that they had back Mm -hmm. in the day. The neoprene playmat came with a fifth and sixth player color and some additional Don pieces and Invader pieces. But the green and orange color were available as expansion. I feel like lightning would be weird being green or something. Right. You know? right. I'm just saying no, I green know. and orange came I'm just thinking there. about the different colors. Like, it has to be yeah. a leaf spirit, right? <laughs> it can't be green. This is completely my opinion. I found it strange that green of all colors wasn't in the starting game. Yeah. Usually in board gaming, the primary colors are blue, red, green, yellow. And then expansion colors, purple, orange, brown, teal, black, white. No, we got purple first. Huh. Literally, like, don't even read into that because I'm not making any implications here. I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I wonder how, how they land on that position. It's weird decision. to see one of the primary colors come later. Yeah. You know, yes, I know the technical definition of primary colors is red, yellow, blue. Green is a secondary color, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. They're very <laughs> common color and like purple. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, orange, red, or yellow, if able. Okay. If I had to pick in a certain order, uh, orange, then yellow, then red. See, I would have yellow on top. You know, on top? That, that's fine. Yeah. That's awesome. So, let's flip this board over and talk about their special rules. Or in this case, their special rule. It is a simple one, but boy, is it cool. What is it, John? It is called Swiftness of Lightning. For every air element you have, you may use one slow power as if it were fast power. Power cards or your innate powers. Nice. Oh, it says innate powers and base lightning only has one. (laughs) Did they know that the aspects were going to be a thing? (laughs) <laughs> i'm sure they probably did or maybe had an I, inkling I, who knows, I don't know we'll ask him someday yeah. so for every air element you have boy that would be a big genuine shame if oh wait all your cards start with air okay cool <laughs> so every power is fast every single one of yours can be fast now i remember when i first started looking at the game i was like all right lightning is known for speed cool they're lightning. They're fast. fast. I look at their cards. I see slow, 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 and only one card is fast. I'm like, what? But they're supposed to be fast. I thought they were supposed to be fast. How but does this make? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then, oh, wait a minute. For every air you have, looks again at the cards, seeing every card has air. <laughs> oh, you have the choice to make them all slow or fast. Except for Lightning's Boon, that one's just forever fast. But you wouldn't want that one to be slow anyway. So. I like what you said there. That is a choice. And yeah. I don't think I saw that as I was early playing Lightning. Yeah. I was like, they're always fast. There's that mini game that you're talking yeah. about. I quickly discovered, I was like, oh, there's this gameplay style with Lightning. Mm-hmm. If you choose fast, that's better for board control, which is more defensive-minded. If you go slow phase... That's better for fear Mm -hmm. because that means you're letting builds happen, which means you are then blowing up buildings, which now generate fear. But sometimes you do want that board state. They're about to blight. Right. Kill that dude in the fast phase so that they don't blight. Later, when you maybe have accepted a blight here or a friend has taken care of it or you don't need to like quickly get in there. I'm going to let them build. Let them build that town. There's a town and an explorer in that land. So when they build, they're going to build a city. I know. Too fear. Because that's too fear. So that was something I thought was really interesting. Like, oh. So what you're describing, that took me a minute to learn in my lightning Mm. place. Because, you know, this was a starter spirit for a Mm. lot of us. But I didn't see that other fold, that other wrinkle. I was just like, do everything in the fast. Fast, 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 fast. fast. It's like, but what if we do earn an extra fear? What if we do Mm. let this build, John? I'm like, oh, I get it. A choice. Type I'll of remind you that my hesitance towards blight, 
I say hesitance. It was like a no, 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 blight allowed. <laughs> no blight here. <laughs> I was in such abject terror of blight <laughs> that I relied on better board state control and making sure that everything was clear. <laughs> so I usually spam fast things. Sure, and I did the same thing. <laughs> You're so right. Where even though this is a low complexity, there is some depth here. Yeah, with that. Choice. I like that. I like that too. And it's important to realize that in the spirit phase, you get the elements from a card the moment you pay for it. Mm-hmm. So the the moment you pay for a card, you get that element, so you make it fast then and there, if you want to. It's a choice. Yeah. It says you may do this. You don't have to. But that's really cool, because it gives you that flexibility to do that. I can't tell you how many times a newer player, once they understand what lightning does, mm-hmm. as far as, oh, I have lightning's boon, I can make you fast. And then they're like, wait, how are you going fast? I thought you gave me lightning's boon this turn. Oh, I can do it myself, yeah. even better. Oh, like, yes, yes, Lightning's Boon just makes you behave like me. I can do this for yeah. all of my I stuff. I can do this all day, baby. <laughs> and they're like, wait, I thought you gave it to me. And like, I did. I can do it too. <laughs> I love that. And that's like a fun moment. But it actually has happened with surprising regularity. It's actually happened a few times. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. They're like, wait, how are you doing this too? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like you. So let's talk about them growth options. I'll make this comment that I want to make right now after we're done. Okay. Let's talk about Growth 1. Growth 1 is reclaim cards. No surprise. Gain a power card. And gain one energy, which is nice. Honestly, not bad. Yeah, not bad. bad. I'd be happy with that on most spirits. There are a lot of spirits that don't have three things Mm -hmm. in their Growth 1. Sometimes you just A lot of it are two things. Right. Maybe they get some energy. Maybe, yeah. Some characters are really great in the fact that they can reclaim cards and place a presence. Ooh. A lot of Team Rock yep. is like this. Volcano, Memory, Earth. Mm. They can do it. Anyone that does pick two, technically, like, you can pick two both oh, options. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. I guess we should say, yes, Lightning only picks one. Yes. With their growths, I suppose we should probably nominate them. <laughs> It wasn't until expansion content or technically, I guess, Serpent. Yeah. But they were a promo pack one. But it wasn't. was kind of like always do this. Correct. It's not a growth two. It's It's just wonky. Yeah. It was different. It's growth one, but whichever one you pick, you add this thing on the side. Yeah. So it's not necessarily a genuine pick two. Mm -hmm. But point being, with Lightning, they only get to pick one growth option at a time. And so, yes, we get to reclaim power cards. That's nice. Gain a power card and one energy. Like you said, that's nice. I would take that. That's good. A lot of characters have, like, two things. Yeah. Some characters even have just one. Some people don't gain energy. Right. So it's nice. It helps you a little bit with everything. You will quickly learn, however, though, that... This is the only way to get power cards. (laughs) What? (laughs) Unfortunately, Growth 1 is, yeah, the only way that you can get new cards, which is one of the reasons why their reclaim loop is so good. (laughs) Because, like I said, the only way to get cards and you get bonus energy to play those cards that you're getting. Right. Technically a spoiler in the fact that we kind of gave away that their other growth options don't do that, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure you guys know this at home. Yep. Growth 2. It's pretty nice. It is very simple. You get to add two presents. The first presence can be range two away from where you are. And the second presence is range zero. Oh, you're making sacred sites. So (laughs) what this means is you can either make a single land that you already have into a sacred site and then just start making progress elsewhere. Or that first one can go two away and immediately you sacred site that sucker. Oh, yeah. Which is really cool. That's all it does. Growth two, just two presents. 
That's it. Yeah, we'll talk about it later, huh? But yeah, you need these sacred sites. <laughs> you need these sacred sites. So it's very convenient and very nice to have something that gets it to you so easily and so readily. And it's also nice, I know that you really like this, when there's a spirit that has an opportunity to like, bam, bam, really grow quick yeah, and keep like that, that tempo up. It's very simple to understand, but it's pretty cool the flexibility of just the fact that one of them is range two, one of them is range zero. Perhaps if you lost one mm. in a ravage, you can make it a sacred site again really yeah. quick. And then, like I said, you can still get another presence out there, even if that one's not a sacred site to range two. Spit that somewhere and get some range yeah, that's a good for various point. things. I think one thing I try and do with lightning, especially with this growth too, mm. is when you're making those sacred sites, try and have like high adjacencies. I try not to make a yeah. sacred site like in a corner where there's only like sure. two lands next to sure. me. But if there's like a middle land with four or five lands where mm. I'm touching all my coasts, because mm-hmm. we'll talk about why lightning needs sacred sites. But I try and be like, okay, if this is touching five different lands, I'm going there. Because mm. I want a heavy influence on the island with my sacred site touching all these different lands. Mm. Right on. And growth three. Growth three stings. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, well, we'll talk. We'll talk. Okay, you can add a presence one away. Not bad. Nothing, Not bad. Nothing crazy. Always good yeah. adding a presence. Yeah. It Never complain. Like you said, you're that. moving along. You're yep. going to a different land. Yep, yep. Gain three energy. That's not bad. That's nice. That is a that's good a energy spike. Yeah. That is a good energy spike. And that's it. It's and that's missing, it. It's missing one thing, Ryan. It's missing one so, thing. So... It will need something else. I've always felt that Lightning had very clunky growth options. It's the growth three. So I'm okay with them having a double presence option. Yeah, that's great. Love I, growth two. Oh, I so badly wish that they had a way to gain presence, even if it's just one, even if it's at range zero, and gain a power card. Wow. We'll get to this, but oh my goodness, lightning needs cards so bad, and you only get it when you reclaim. So that's why you reclaim all the time. If it was like a gain two energy and a power card, ooh. You know, it doesn't have to be three. Look at this. Look at how different their gameplay changes. If you take the gain power card, take it away from growth one and insert it into growth three. That'd be so cool. Growth two can stay the same. Okay. But just tweak growth one and three and just take away the power card from growth one and give it to growth three. I want to like play test that. That is entirely different. I want to try that out. It is so different. But I think I I don't know if I'd like it better. I like that because we talked about how I don't like reclaiming because I always reclaim. (laughs) So if I could stretch that out and maybe not have to play five cards every turn but get a power card every turn. Yeah. That's okay. So this is a very meat and potatoes growth option. Yeah. Their growth options are very straightforward, very meat and potatoes. They're not flashy. They're not crazy. Obviously, this is a low complexity. It needs to be very straightforward and whatnot. Yet it provides a very impactful choice to the player. Mm. Because turn one, the growth option that you do dramatically changes a lot of your early game. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. So let's talk about these... Well, slightly better, in my opinion, not as clunky tracks. Okay. Once again, this is a low-complexity spirit, so they need to be pretty straightforward. And back then, I think a low-complexity in 2017 versus what today in 2022, what a low-complexity would be, are quite different. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And, you know, they had a lot more experience with the game now. They have a lot more experience with the game with various expansions and whatnot. Because this spirit was designed before the game even came out right. to anyone. Right, sure. They didn't know how people would react. So it's showing its age, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also showing the fact that it's supposed to be easy to comprehend. And it is. So let's talk about these tracks. One thing that's really cool, growth tracks have a huge impact on a spirit. 
how big they are and at what values are printed on the various locations of these tracks because these are Spirit Island's tech trees. Mm -hmm. And when you get a certain upgrade is huge to a spirit. So it's really cool to because see. Because you can have like gain 50 energy, but if it's your yeah. last thing you're unlocking, yeah. you might never ever get to that. So right. you're not broken. You're not an overpowered right. spirit. And you can tell sometimes you look at a track and you see something really nice at the end of that track. And you're like, oh, it's what usually tempts you to a lot of various things. And it's kind of cool the amount of decision making that tracks provide for a player. With the top track, you have energy. So it is one, one, two, two. Three, four, four, and five. Who? how many duplicates do we have there? Yikes. <laughs> oh, no. So that is a very large top track. Let Every me... spirit in the game has 13 presents that they have available to them. Some spirits start with a lot. Mm -hmm. Some start with just one. Serpent starts with one presence on the field. Lightning starts with two presence on the field, which means they have 11 to go through mm -hmm. on their presence tracks. Their top track, they start with one energy. That's nice. That's actually not bad. A lot of spirits always zero. I know that one sounds really low, but there are a lot of people who have zeros. Yep. As a mist main. As a shadows main. <laughs> we got zero over here. Hopefully Ryan doesn't drive fire cards. Yeah. <laughs> but it takes seven presents to fully upgrade this thing. Mm. And like you said, it repeats multiple times. So many duplicates. From Double one ones. to one. Yeah. Then from two to two. Double twos. Then from two to three. Okay, that's nice. Then from three to four. Oh, wow. Four to four. Mm. And four to five. You ain't getting five. Yeah. I, as a player, am not enthralled by inefficient. One, one, <laughs> one. It's like bringer's bottom track. tracks. And I call them inefficient. What I mean by that is that I just hate getting repeats on a track. Me too. It stinks. I am progressing closer towards higher stats, but you've all felt the annoying ugh when you upgrade. It feels like nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Yeah. I'm not improving. Ugh. Yeah. But raise that bottom track. Let's get to the good. However, their bottom track is much better. It only requires four presents to fully unlock, wow. as opposed to seven with their top track. You start the game with two card plays. Wow. No joke, that is amazing. Wait till we get to Earth. <laughs> that is amazing. Already, you can already tell this spirit's focus, mechanically and thematically. Yeah. Strength is represented by energy gain. Speed is represented by card play. You could already tell this spirit is fast, fast, fast. Mm -hmm. The first time you upgrade, it goes from two to three. Whoa. Then it goes from three to four. Then it goes from four to five. And from five to freaking six. Six, six Ryan. That's insane. Three is respectable. Four is the healthy standard. Five is five. very good. Five, you're getting a little crazy. Six is unheard of. Six is insane. We wouldn't see another character get to this high numbers of card play until fractured. Mm. And they have to purposefully spike their card play with a growth action. Sure. Lightning can do six as a base when fully upgraded. Yeah. That is ridiculous. By turn two, they can get to six card plays. That is crazy. Wow. This is amazing. So when fully upgraded, they are a five, six, five energy, six card play. And they start that as a one, insane. two. Yeah. 
I do think there is a buyer beware with this high card play. We'll get into that, but we just have to like things as they are. That's phenomenal. That's that is amazing. Yeah. Unfortunately, there aren't any elements or fun bonuses like move it to Han or move a presence or reclaim one. Boy, any number of those things would go. That would help so much. Wonders do wonders <laughs> for lightning. But that being said, their top track not so great. Bottom track, phenomenal. Amazing. But you can play into either because of these things with your growth options. It's just so, funny how night and day they are. You're yeah. so right. They are all speed. Because mm-hmm. there's, what is there? One, two, there's three doubles, three duplicates on the oh. top track. And no repeats on the bottom. None. And so it's like, oh, I should always go bottom because that's where I'm always upgrading. It's like, yep. Uh, and when you're Earth, you're like, finally, <laughs> I finally got to two card I play. I two. And you're like, I have yet to pull a presence from card play, and I've been it (laughs) this whole time. You guys weren't always here? Flip the script, though. Lightning's like, I'm finally getting two energy a turn. (laughs) Earth's like, LOL, what? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, it's cool to see the differences there. Yeah. Let's talk about their innates. Singular. They're innate. But hey, that's fine. All the low-complexity characters in this game had one innate. And what is it, John? It is called Thundering Destruction. A very famous one. Speed, slow. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Range one from a sacred site and Tarkaland any. I love those any's. Great. Yep. Can... So the only thing, the only restriction... It's a sacred site. Go back to that and growth, You can too. make them pretty easily. Yeah, keep doing that growth, too. Of all the restrictions to be under, this is not bad. No, not bad at all. All right, with first tier, three, fire, two, air, destroy, destroy, attack. Mm-hmm. Not two damage. Next tier, four, fire, three, air, you may instead destroy a city. Yeah. Whoa. That's so great. <laughs> at level two. At level two, you're destroying cities. Mm-hmm. Third tier, five, fire, four, air, one, water. Also destroy a town slash city. Nice. On top of that original city slash town you destroyed. Sure. Last tier, the fourth one, five fire, five air, two water. Also destroy <laughs> another town slash city. You can destroy three cities. So when fully upgraded, yeah, this innate can at maximum destroy three buildings. Insane. Through the various levels, you can change what buildings they destroy. Yeah. But as you understand that powers only ever go on one land, you see here that this power nukes one land. And it does it very effectively because you are directly hitting the biggest threats on the board. Cities. Cities. And towns, if there's a bunch oh, of Oh, yeah, did towns too. But very much the cities. We've talked about in the past how great it is that it's destroy. We do not care about England at all. You just look at a building and... They're gone. And you're like, that's what I thought. (laughs) We don't talk about durable. (laughs) (laughs) But since you have no defense, you're going to be blighting all the time anyway. So you are fine. (laughs) No more problem. No more durability. (laughs) So it is interesting to see, though, that when you look at the various levels, Thundering Destruction is an innate power that has four levels. Level one requires five elements. Yeah. Level two, seven. Level three, ten. Ten elements. That's actually decent. That's right. That is very decent. And fully upgraded at level four requires 12. It requires 12. I think it's important to know, and this is one metric I kind of want to like bring up with various analysis. Yeah. What level of your innates can you hit with your starting hand only? Good. I'm glad you're bringing this up. To lightning, 
Turns out you can get to level two. Okay. You can almost get level three so with close. your starting hand. Just one more fire. You just need one more fire. So, but with your starting hand, you can get to level two. And that is not to be sneezed at. Level two, I say yeah, trigger you, that as quickly and as often as possible. It's one building, but, but it's your choice now. But now it's your choice. Level one gets rid of a building. Only gets rid of one invader, and it has to be a town. Yeah. Level two, also one invader, but it's your choice. And now it can be a city. That is not to be yeah. sneezed at. Do you know how many spirits wish they can just take out a city with their yeah. innate? You know, River's like, oh, I can do two damage to everyone, but that city still remains. Yeah. Or I hope for you, in River's case, that city was in the coast. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I hope Flash Flood. But at that point, out. the thing is, is that it could be anywhere, because when you are triggering massive flooding, that is not your early game. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The fact that you can just pop yeah. cities yeah. with your starting hand like you said and even though it is only tier two destroying a city is is no really joke. nice yeah it's no joke and it's great level three you can get finally a second building of your choice and mm-hmm. level four it's a third building of yeah. your choice oh, those are like cherry on top mm-hmm. it's really nice thundering destruction this is primarily in my opinion I don't think this is a hot take. I would go out on a limb and say this is their fear generator. Yeah. Yes, they can get fear from other things. You can find cards and you can literally get fear in a little bit from their cards. And we'll go over those in a minute. But this is the thing that gets you your fear. You can get six fear from this. If you blow up three cities, that is six fear. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> and that's just from the innate. That's like you said, not talking about the and cards And it yet. is really good as an attacker, to have an attacky innate power. Because mm. innate powers can happen every single turn. Every turn. It is very nice to have that because when you have attack cards, and you're like, yeah, I have a board filled with bad guys. Let's go and bring the pain. Okay. <laughs> I did my attack turn. I blew some people up. I did some damage. Nice. And I'm going to have to reclaim if I'm going to do that again. <laughs> okay, now I reclaim because I need Here, that though, again. so long as you have your air and fire and later on a little bit of water. Just a little smidge. You can do it all the time. One of the reasons why I love Ranging Hunt on Sharp Fangs is because it is so ridiculously consistent. And this is also very consistent. Yeah. Especially since you're reclaiming so often. Very much like to see that. I think because this is a sacred site, because this power is so strong, you Mm. want to be able to trigger this and blow up lands. But if you're blowing up one spot, maybe you don't need to hit that same spot again. Mm. So it's like, well, I need to turn to another land, another place. But if I'm only targeting, I can only target two different lands. Mm. Then this power becomes weaker. So that's where I'm like, this sacred site, where you place your sacred site is so important because of Thundering Destruction mm-hmm. requires a sacred site. Right on. So it's like, put them in the middle, people. Mm-hmm. Put them in the middle of the island. <laughs> or put them along the coast. Sure. So. Let's go look at these unique power yes. cards. It's kind of interesting. So we have four. And as far as the energy costs, it climbs up like a staircase. Zero, one, two, and three. Let's do it in that order. Want to do it in that order? Yeah. I'll take the zero and the two. How about you take the one and the three? Cool. Perfect. So let's talk about their zero. So it is slow, but as before, with their special rule, you can regard this as it can be either your choice. It can Mm -hmm. be fast or slow, which is really cool. So this one you get to choose. Spoiler alert, literally every single one of their cards gives fire and air. Yeah. Every single one. And that's it. (laughs) Except for one. More on that later. So Harbingers of Lightning. This is the card that we're speaking of. It is their only free card. Two elements, fire, air, like we said. It is slow naturally, and thankfully, it can go in any land, and you only need to be from range one away. Very nice. So it's not very restrictive. You don't need a sacred site. You don't need a sacred site. You don't care about land specificity. Don't you care about don't blight. care about blight. Right. It's good. As far as legalities, I like Easy. it. It says, push up to two Dahan. Then, one fear if you pushed any Dahan into a land with buildings. 
Not bad. Cool. It is a honest fear gaining thing and it's free. Mm -hmm. So the only downside is that with your starting hand and your array, your suite of innate powers and special rules, you have no way to natively defend them. Oh. So you could say, oh, I'm going to push these Dahan into a land with buildings and then I'm going to bust those buildings. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've done Just that. Just make sure that this one goes first, though. Very good point. Which is fine. Yeah. And hey, it's a fear. So it's not bad. No. Like I said before, I think Thundering Destruction is where you're going to be getting the majority of your fear. But especially early game, this is a, like I said, an honest, hardworking, good old-fashioned yeah. fear generator. Because I've seen you play Harbinger's Lightning, push two Dahan in, and then you pop that town. Mm -hmm. So maybe there's just an explorer that remains yeah. the Dahan finish off the explorer. Mm -hmm. Ravage easy. But you're right. You got to work out that timing. Because if you just... <laughs> I know he said the joke. It's still funny to me. Just the idea of... Harbingers of Lightning. All right, me as Lightning, I'm going to tell the Dahan. All right, I'm going to blow up that building. You go and tell them of my arrival. <laughs> All right, yo, you guys are screwed. You're about to get busted. I come in, boom. boom. Oh, yeah. Dahan's <laughs> like, told you so. It worked. Next time. All right, you go ahead and tell them I'm coming. All right, Dahan, go in there. All right, I've seen this before. It's going to be good. All right, you guys, you got it coming. Lightning? Lightning? <laughs> Tick, and tick, then, like, tick, tick. Or sorry, no. I reclaimed. You have, like, crickets. <laughs> I reclaimed. Cricket. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. They'll be here. They'll definitely be here. Anytime. I'm now. telling you. Yeah. Anytime. 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 Looking at their, frantically looking yeah. at their watch. Event phase one. <laughs> or sundial, whichever. <laughs> Disease event. No. We're dead. No worries. We got to Han on their guard. We're good. Okay, there you go. There you go. Good save. Good save. So there's Harbinger's and Lightning. There's a theme behind Harbinger's and Lightning. There's a lore there. Oh, real quick. I feel as if we'd be remiss not to talk about the art, at least, for some of these. So with Harbinger's of Lightning, it's actually really cool artwork. It's lightning flying towards a Dahan who has a staff raised to the sky. Mm -hmm. And, like, lightning, the element lightning is coming off of lightning swift strike and being, like, imbued into the staff. It's pretty mm. cool. The artwork of lightning was done by Rocky Hammer. Great artwork, too. Yeah. Next one is Lightning's Boon. Here we go. Has <laughs> anyone heard of this card ever? <laughs> it is speed fast. Whoa. Yeah. Cost one. You get your fire and air. It is range zero because your target is any spirit. It does yeah. not target a land. Mm -hmm. So it says target spirit may use up to two slow powers as if they were fast powers this turn. Mm. Lightning's Boon artwork is so poetic, and so yeah. <laughs> it is lightning flying over the land, over a river, and you literally see river surges in sunlight, almost like swimming, but also looking up to lightning. It's almost as if they were an intended combo. It's almost like it's a good pairing, <laughs> and that's in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> but anyway, yes, we all know Lightning's Boon. Yeah, we, we all talked know about it. it nauseam in We've our gift talked card about series. it a lot. This card is phenomenal. It makes slow powers fast. It's honestly, ironically, it can be good for you too. Yes. yes, it's famous for the fact that it can go to friends. Thankfully, it's target any spirit. And the reason why it's so good for you is because if you do diversify your hand or your hand is big enough where you don't have as air. many air and fire mm -hmm. cards because you want to hit your nates, or like you said, there's just not enough air, you can actually cast it on yourself. Poor many minds is weeping in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Swarming bedevilment? 
when playing as wind lightning, I actually like this because yes. you lose swiftness of lightning. We'll get into that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying I like that it's any. Yeah, me too. Even in a multiplayer game, I like that it's any. I like that it's two as well mm-hmm. because everyone talks about sky stretches to shore, but that's one power. Right, two powers. It two makes powers, two powers fast. Because now we can like daisy chain. Now I can move something in with control and damage with a slow damage. Yeah. So I'm like moving things in. You get to combo things easier mm-hmm. with two powers being made fast, in my opinion. So, again, we talked about this card a lot. You all know this card. Great mm-hmm. card. One small, yet I don't want to be a underrated or underappreciated thing that's really cool that Lightning's Boon does. So, Lightning's Boon, yes, it says slow powers can be played as if they were fast. Yeah. Okay, on one hand, you're thinking, okay, I understand what that does. There's another cool thing that it does, though. In this game, one of the cool things that we can do as players to other players and friends of ours, or heck, even to ourselves, is give the gift of repeating powers. Mm -hmm. One thing that's cool, though, if you notice on Fractured's board, Slip the Flow of Time, one of the things they can do, one of the cheat codes they can apply to their friends' cards is you may resolve a slow power right now, as if it were fast, kind of. It just says you may resolve a power right now. So is that the same thing? In function, that is very similar to fast because slip the flow of time is a fast innate. So if I resolve a slow power right now, that means it's at the same speed of fast. Okay, cool. Sure. If you would repeat that power that was resolved right now, the power is actually itself slow. Still slow. So when you repeat the card, you repeat the card, not slip the flow of time. Lightning's Boon says you may play it as if it were fast. It was changed to fast. Yep. Meaning that if you were to repeat a card sped up by Lightning's Boon, mm. it stays fast for the repeated That's card. That's huge. That is a good difference. A that good is a qualifier. big one. Yeah. So I want to make sure that the value of this card is properly understood in Great point. all of its ways, or at least more than just what it says at face value. All right. Let's look at their number two. Okay, it's the third card, but it's their two energy. Two energy, yeah. yeah. Their two energy card. It is called Shatter Homestead. Ooh, this one is cool armor, Now, too. this one is slow, but once again, LOL. Gives you two <laughs> elements. Once again, LOL. It's fire and air. The ones you need. So the card, yes, it's slow. Now, this one is your only other power that actually requires you to come from a sacred site. But that is not bad, because you're already going to be making sacred sites, and unlike Thundering Destruction, which was your other power that required a sacred site, this one is range two of a sacred site. That's huge. It's very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Thundering Destruction does more damage, so it's heavier, Mm -hmm. but Thundering Destruction was range one. This is range two. Really nice. Target land, any. Hey, we love to see it. Love it. Always good. Always good. Card, what it does, very simple, but we love it. One fear, destroy a town. Great. Honestly, no joke, Shatter Homesteads is one of the staple workhorses of lightning. How many times have we said this? Fear for the card, fear for the town. Love it. Fear (laughs) for the card, fear for the town. That's two, right? Fear for the town. Nice. (laughs) So it's two fear that you're getting. It's great. The artwork is really cool. It is quite simply lightning swift strike flying over a bad guy, well, town, Mm -hmm. and you see lightning arcing from their toes, from their feet, and it is stretching down into the buildings, lighting them up. Mm -hmm. It is so cool. What I really like about lightning is that they are orange. They're illustrated. They themselves. Lightning that comprises them is orange. Lightning that they dispatch to attack 
is blue, blue, which really has this cool dynamic color palette. Yeah. And it's really cool. I think it helps A, to see where lightning's is. strike ends. Yeah. And then and they... where their attack beam starts. I get such Sith vibes from this. Yeah. It kind of reminds me too. <laughs> Father, please. <laughs> it reminds me too of Avatar The Last Airbender when they're fighting at yes. the end, the brother, sister. Oh, oh my Zuko's gosh. shooting the fire. No joke. The Agni Kai between Zuko and Azula is Yo. one of the coolest, most well-animated and illustrated things I've ever, ever. seen. Ever. It is so good. And it kind of reminds me of that, the blue yeah. and the orange it's fighting so each dope. other. Yeah, so, so cool. dope. This card is phenomenal. Whether you use it for, oh, there is a explore and a town in the fast phase. Quick, let me bust the town so that when they build, it's not a city. Yep. It's just a town. Huge. Which is great. Yep. Or, oh, there's an explorer there. I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm going to cast this card. Wait for that town to show up and boom, hit him in the slow phase, get that fear. And if there was a convenient Dahan pushed in there when they ravaged, it's just an explorer all by themselves. Yep. Cool. There's that choice you're talking about. Yep. Waiting, waiting it out. Maybe yep. you let things build Harbingers up. Harbingers of lightning, a Dahan into a clear land that yep. you think might get explored. It gets explored. There's a Dahan there. Then there's an explorer. Cool. Next turn you play this. Keep it slow. They build a town. You bust a town. Ravage happens. 1v1. Dahan v. Explore. Dahan wins. There's nothing Land left. Clear. Yeah. It's really great. fun when that happens. The next card. <laughs> I <laughs> purposely wanted you to have this I'm, one. Wait, I'm so sorry. I actually only see three here. This one just says, uh, forget me now. You've already forgotten it. <laughs> you, you, you've activated my track card. <laughs> I never played this card. <laughs> Fine, I'll read it. To those who aren't aware or if you haven't listened to all of our episodes, John has a famous hatred of this card. I can count on my hand how many times I've actually played this card. Because it's so few. Because I never so knew. So naturally I wanted him to read this one. <laughs> it costs three energy. What? Yes, yeah, their most expensive card. It's called Manifestation I Wish. <laughs> it's called Raging Storm. Raging Storm. It has a fire, an air, and a water. Now that's cool. This is the only one that has water. So sometimes if you want to trigger your higher levels and you're not finding good drafts, you need this card. I literally heard you say the words. The water element is the most valuable thing on this on the card. Words, yeah, on this <laughs> poo-poo card. What it does, it's a slow, LOL. <laughs> range one. and That's a, good. Target land any. Yeah, so no more sacred sites. Yep. Any land, right. range one. Yep. Yeah. One damage to each invader. Now, here's the thing that's interesting. Oh, Ryan. The card is actually amazing. Like, I, that effect I love is that actually effect. really love good. That but in this game of Spirit Island, certain effects based on who has it are entirely different circumstances. Dissolving Vapors and Raging Storm are very similar. Yet the emotion for one versus the other is entirely different because of who has it. Yeah. Raging Storm costs three. Oh, oh that is very that expensive. Stings, Ryan. Think about Can we remember the top boom. track? It's so bad. Yes, yes. That top track, just like you said, is very weak. Yeah. You do have a very good energy spike action. You do. But you do realize that this one card will entirely suck up the that, energy that, that you energy just spike. Yeah. <laughs> that you it just goes bye-bye. So think about this, dear listener, when talking about value and optimum value. Lightning's boon is one energy. Harbingers of Lightning is zero energy. And Shatter Homesteads is two energy. Those three cards cost three. 
Raging Storm costs three. Oh. So Raging Storm by itself literally costs the same amount as the other three cards. Do you know what those and three cards are doing? If you play all three of those cards, Dahan are getting pushed. Mm-hmm. You're getting fear for that, hopefully. Mm-hmm. A teammate of yours is getting slow powers fast. Which I which can't has quantify. Dangerous ramifications. You never know how strong that is. You're getting two fear, one from the effect of Shatter Homesteads, which lets you destroy a town, which is where that second one comes in. And most importantly, you have three fire and three air, which means you are triggering level one thundering destruction with these three cards. So you're destroying another town. Oh, wait, that's another fear. Wow, so that's four fear. All of this was three energy. Wow. Four fear, three energy, and two remember, fast powers. And remember, remember you get a third card play the very first time you pull from bottom track. Mm-hmm. So what we just said was a very simple three energy play from Grow 3. Grow 3, you get to place one presence, right? Yeah. Pull from bottom, get that third card play, play literally your entire hand except for Raging Storm, which also costs three. You get to do all those things. Look at that. Or you could just play Raging Storm by itself. Oh, what a gut punch. What a gut punch. (laughs) Hey, I knocked out one explorer. I did it, fam. (laughs) Woohoo. And the thing is, is like, you can see because of Shatter Homesteads and Thundering Destruction how ace you are against buildings. You're not so good against explorers. You do have an answer, but it's a very poor efficiency answer. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to have to do it based on, well, not so great, but I really can't afford for these explorers to do damage to me or something where you want them dead. We've said in the past, you want a group of explorers for this to be worth it. Right. You need like two On or base three. difficulty, this is really hard to look valuable. Ooh. Against France, oh, this is great. There you go. Against Russia, there you phenomenal. Go. We talked about how in our six-player game with Russia, Raging Storm was actually phenomenal Mm -hmm. because we would have three or more explorers in a land, which means that is now ravaging there because Russia stipulates with level three competition amongst hunters. If there are three or more explorers, they will ravage. Mm -hmm. Well, Raging Storm has an air element, which means I can now play it fast. If I zap this spot and destroy all the explorers, yes, I know one will run away. But if I kill them all and push that last one, they're not attacking anymore. They run away. You get a fear. They're not ravaging. It's amazing. There's no blight. There's no blight. It's saved. Yeah. It's great. In that context, it's great. It's the lower difficulties, normal standard difficulties, where you have one explorer that really looks bad. If I were to rank these cards, it would be... Lightning Spoon, like 1A, Shattered Home says 1B. It depends on like, what okay. Lightning Spoon doing. Uh, yeah, I'd then, say so. Then Harbingers and the Raging Storm. Raging like, Storm. Literally forget yeah. that card. I know that Raging Storm is like the first one that you forget. Every time. But here's something that's quite interesting. It's my built-in water card for Years of Little Rain. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Because you conveniently get it turn two every time? I stack the deck? Laura! She shuffled! So here's one thing that I want to say, both with Harbingers of Lightning and Raging Storm. Based on the dialogue and the word choices we used over this past half hour, it may seem that we dislike and value these cards the least. But here's something that's really cool that's very important to know with Spirit Island. Sometimes a spirit will have a card, whether with their elements or with their effect, that actually for their starting play style doesn't necessarily fit. Mm. But with cards that you could find look amazing. Harbingers of Lightning, if you find defend cards, this card is amazing. Raging Storm, you find Badlands? Bad guy control cards. Yeah. It's amazing. Let me gather explorers. Mm -hmm. 
if you find entrancing apparitions, we'll get to this later. Let me gather two explorers Pop in. Em. If I gathered into a land, bam, two. Now I'm killing two explorers instantly. It's something like that. Yep. My point being, it's not that these are actually bad cards, because that is not correct. Mm. The correct statement is at game start, some cards may look better for this spirit's starting gameplay style. Okay. But if you have a card that you don't think jives well with this character's theme where mechanically you think they should go, it's just an opportunity for you to have a build elsewhere. I like that. That's a good qualifier. So you start very attacky. Yes. Awesome. Great. Cool. You can always get rid of your cards. You can never get rid of your innate. So you will always be, hopefully if you're triggering it, blowing up stuff with your innate. Yep. Cool. But with Harbingers of Lightning, that is the first step on a path towards Dahan control and using Dahan. Raging Storm is the first step on a path towards bad guy control play styles. Mm -hmm. So it's not that the cards are bad because in higher difficulties, they can look really good. Fear is always great. It's just recognize that, hey, I don't like this card because it doesn't do what I want. Or it's so bad, the value isn't great. Yeah, it's too expensive. That value changes based on other cards that you find and the builds that you go with this. And even your teammates, like even if Lightning is playing with Miss, if I'm doing one damage and it stays... Yes. And that's important. It's too. huge. And like you said, what if there's Badlands? What if there's Badlands? Now like, I'm doing one damage to each invader, but two damage to one invader yeah. in that land. And they can take out explorers and now a town with it. Right. I didn't get to talk about the art. It's actually my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually my favorite artwork of it is. the four. It is so cool. Dude, it's like a cyclone of, or what is yeah. it, a wind tunnel? A tornado? Right, a hurricane, a, a monsoon. Hurricane? Yeah. Basically, the camera, if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. it's at night. And it's on land looking towards the ocean. And over the ocean, you see a hurricane monsoon over the ocean. And it is blowing water. Palm the trees. trees. Yeah. yeah, right. The palm trees. They're just being flown around by the wind. And in the middle of this hurricane, you see the orange glow of lightning. And you can see their figure oh, in the hurricane. The Thunderbird. And it is, yeah, the Thunderbird. There you go. And it is so great. It's my favorite one. Of oh, the, the artwork. Four? I yeah. think, yeah. I think Shatter Homestead. Wow. Ah. Well, Harbors of Lightning is cool, though, That one is too, cool, too. Because like Lightning is literally charging that staff. Yeah, that is cool. It does look cool. And I like Lightning Spoon because I like River. Oh, they're all good. <laughs> they are good, but this one's really good. This one's yeah, epic. thanks for bringing it up. I forgot to talk about the artwork on that one. That's good. All right, so that's our uniques. What a great transition into builds and flexibilities. Hey, yeah, talking about that. <laughs> when it comes to preferred play styles, for me anyway, and that's just who I'm going to talk of, Yeah, I do obviously staying with attack is kind of hard to stray from mm-hmm. because of how well situated you are with offense. Yeah. I do really like finding defend cards. The minor power deck is full of miners oh, that yeah. have defend cards, Littered and they're them. usually cheap. Mm-hmm. We'll get into this. But Lightning really likes having cheap miners. And because your card play is so great, you can actually play a lot of these cards. And since your top track ain't so great as far as how much energy you gain, especially if you lean into growth too, which gets you more presence, you're not going to have that energy spike for early game energy income. No, you're not. But you do have the capacity to very quickly get great card play. So I really like finding defend cards because it means, obviously, since I don't start with any defense, it makes it a lot easier to stop Blight coming in, but I love pairing it with Harbingers of Lightning because it says push two to Han. Now it has purpose. Yeah, Pushing two to Han is for damage. That means I can get rid of a town and an explorer. Or. Or a city. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. Two to Han can do a lot. And a lot, man. If you're taking out cities with Thundering Destruction and then Dahan are taking out cities, I mean, there's going to be nothing left on mm-hmm. your board. One thing I just realized that is really good about Lightning that I can say now. Okay. 
looking back from like the modern 2022 era, looking back in 2017, I would not have seen this as a plus, but now I actually do see this as a very big plus. Tell me. Lightning has zero friendly fire. Oh. Look at it. Yeah. They don't do any friendly fire. There are a lot of characters that have really powerful stuff. A lot of offensive characters. Yeah. But High part of the characters. offense is hurting Dahan. friends. Yeah. Or Dahan, for instance. Lightning doesn't have any of that, which That's is true. great. So for me, I am naturally inclined to, with miners, pull defense because in my early game, my spirit's at their weakest, which yeah. means I am the most liable to blight. So I really do. And like I said, I have a very defense first mindset, you know, in yeah. things. For the longest time, I've had a defense-first mindset, and I'm still very sympathetic towards defense-minded stuff. And I also love taking advantage of Dahan counterattacks. But to do that, you need to have defense. So Harbingers of Lightning is one that I like to keep if I can find those defend cards. I think unless you're being supported by a volcano or a river... Yeah, miners are the way to go, mm-hmm. for sure. I think For a while. Yeah, for a yeah. long while, unless, like you said, you're upgrading or maybe you do that, take that energy right. spike. Well, and another thing is spamming miners is great for your card play because your energy income is not so great. Right. So you will have the ability to play them both in card play and yeah. in energy cost for those miners. And at the same time... By the time you do have enough energy income for Major, you have a plethora of miners. And you actually want to make sure you still get fire and air. They talk about this on the back of your board, too. They say that you're kind of limited. Because Thundering Destruction is so strong. Right, it's so strong. You don't want to give that up, but it's air and fire. But remember, level one needed five elements. Level two, seven. Level three, ten. Yeah. Level four, twelve. <laughs> so you really don't want to stray away from those elements if you want to keep hitting Thundering Destruction. And why I don't like majors as much is because I don't want to lose cards <laughs> with lightning. I, yeah. I want to keep adding yeah. to my hand. I don't want to, you know, discard a card or forget a power. Mm. I need to keep adding to my hand. So maybe I don't eventually have to yeah. reclaim as often. I want like five, six, seven minor powers in my hand, mm. whatever. And my major power is Thundering Destruction. Yeah. So I don't like going for majors unless circumstances aren't being gifted it or I have energy for it. But usually Mm. I like to go minors as well, for sure. Let's go and talk about pros and cons. Okay. Pros and cons and pros. I believe that is the Tonight Show that has that. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's like a little reoccurring segment. I can't put that in here. That'll be copyright. But <laughs> hey, leave it in there. Cut that, cut that. Ironically, we just spoke on one of the pros is no friendly fire. Yeah. That's actually quite good. I think my big pro for like a miners build is you kind of get to play majors and minors because I talked about Thundering Destruction is my major power. Right. Three cities, if you get to that in one land, I mean, mm. some majors can't even touch that amount of power. So. That is my big pro is like, I feel like I get to do both. I get the best of both yeah. worlds. Sling miners and then also trigger. And since you have so many miners, I'm you have a lot of elements. A lot of elements to trigger those higher tiers of that innate. Yeah. So that's or why. a threshold on a major, mm-hmm. which is quite good. I feel like a big con for me. Okay. I feel so poor. Is lightning. Oh, yeah. With oh, this yeah. miner's build. And I get especially it. if I'm focusing on the bottom track. Sure. I feel like. Yeah, you got to fund all these various cards. I always have zero by the end of every time I'm oh, paying yeah, for my powers. It. Oh, sure. And so that's. But I would rather spend my energy knowing that it was used efficiently. Okay. Yeah. And that's the a good point. point of energy is to spend it, right? So. True. Like, yeah. But yeah, I can see that. 
I can see that. I feel like almost a con, like, I don't have another option. I can only mm. do this build. I can only go minors, because, I don't know, Major's builds feels bad, or Top Track doesn't... Right, as base me, lightning, anyway, base lightning, sure. Yeah. Right, Immense right. lightning is entirely oh, different story. Oh, different sure. story. Oh, yeah. But base lightning, I'm just like, ugh, eh. I can't go Top Track, because there's so many doubles. Right, you'd really have to do that third growth option yeah. a lot, but mm-hmm. you're only ever pulling one presence when you do that. So, look, one to one, <gasps> one to two, <sighs> a little okay, bit better. Okay. Two to two. Oh, again? <laughs> yeah, it stings. It doesn't feel good. Yet, at the same time, you can get rid of Harbingers of Lightning or Raging Storm pretty quick. That's true. If you were to do a early game major pull, you could do grow three, gain one presence, yes, from top track, or... Yeah, probably top track. Probably. Just to start working on it and then either do it again or probably honestly go right into growth one for your second action because then you have four energy depending on what you played if you didn't play power cards on your first turn, which is actually a play style, which is pretty common. And then when you go and reclaim, you get a power card and another energy. Mm. So you'll get a single. It's doable. It's doable. It can work. And maybe you find a major, like Jungle Hungers. And it's three or something like that. It's doable. Right. It's not a door that's closed to you. It just just, when you, but I mean, think about it. When you have this proficiency with card play, doesn't it kind of feel weird to just ignore it? Yeah. I'm not uh, saying you have to. I'm just saying, like, go bomb track. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, big pro, building destruction, phenomenal. Oh, Absolutely One of the phenomenal. best in the game. Decent fear gain. Yeah. Seriously. One of the best support cards yeah. in the game. Great support for utility. <laughs> I do consider their growth options kind of clunky. That's a con for me. Yeah, that growth it's, three. Yeah. Tracks, I mean, top tracks, clunky. Yep. Obviously, they're not great with Explorers, mm, with Raging no Storm. And let's go ahead and talk about this famous Reclaim loop. So, Thundering Destruction is amazing. In order to hit it, you need elements. You need fire and air. Hey, look, I start with a ton of fire and air. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, and Raging Storm even has a water. So you have these cool cards, and the cards themselves actually do some pretty good things. We said Lightning's Boon is a great thing to have going out all the time. Shatter Homesteads is, trust me, you will literally always find a use for Shatter Homesteads. There's always a town to pop. The ease of legality, and you already have Sacred Sites. It's range two. You get a fear, and there is always a town. Mm -hmm. That card is like, yeah, it's like one of the best. I have a card play. I have some energy. What should I do? Oh, hey, cool. Yeah, two energy. You'll probably use that every turn. Yep. Yeah, easy. You want Thundering Destruction to happen as often as you can, especially in the higher difficulties. Yeah. So the cool thing about Lightning is that when they have all of their cards and they play all their cards, it feels great. Yeah. It feels like you're going on the attack. Boom, 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 boom. It feels you're like you're doing all these taking things. Taking names, kicking yeah, butt. Playing five cards, doing oh, all yeah. these different things, all blowing things up. Right. And then the thing that's interesting, this is, I think, a con with their card play is... Once you have such high card play, on one hand, it legitimately is really cool that you can play all these cards. No joke. But the thing is, is your hand might be six or seven cards. So if you play five cards... You only have two left. Your next turn is very piddly if you don't reclaim. But I need to reclaim because there's more cities building. Right. But if I reclaim again, I'm not growing. Because when I reclaim, growth one says reclaim cards, gain a power card, cool, gain energy, cool, but no presence is being put out. Oh, so, so I'm, I'm stuck. not improving. So I'm stuck. I'm stuck. 
But then if I go and get my presence out there, cool. But I'm not getting any more power cards. Nor am I getting a card that was really useful yeah. that I kind of need to happen again. And I'm probably not <laughs> triggering that really powerful innate either. So not so, much good's happening. The thing is, is a high card play character such as this will have this problem of, oh, my hand is gone. I need to reload. Mm -hmm. They are a bolt action spirit. By that, I mean they don't automatically load the next thing that they need. They have to stop what they're doing and... uh, Every time. Turn away. Let yourself even get hit sometimes because you're reclaiming. Sometimes it can be really like, oh, man, I have to, like, stop all forward progress on self-improvement. And you want to get improvement because you see how cool it is. And look at those stats on that bottom track. It's so juicy. But if I actually use all four card plays and I have six cards... I have to reclaim. This is why when a friend lets you reclaim a card, it's so nice. Or when a friend gives you energy, it's so nice. Or lets you repeat a power card, Earth's on your team, and you can repeat one for free or something like that. It's so great. Or, you know, hey, green's there letting you proliferate. (laughs) Or serpent. (laughs) Lightning loves support. Lightning loves support. Yeah. What I like to think about it is... Lightning is like one of those AT guns from World War One or World War Two. Okay. It's not a tank that drives itself and has like stabilizers and self-loading mechanisms. It's just an anti-tank gun, which needs a crew to drive it around and fire it, Mm -hmm. but it's still a 105 howitzer, and it's still pulverizing buildings with one hit when it's attacking. Mm -hmm. It just simply needs a crew of people moving it around and loading it. That's all. Lightning can be the most damaging spirit in the game. It might need help to get there. Lightning, in my opinion, lightning is a howitzer with one dude manning it. Mm -hmm. It's great when your teammates can help you be a additional crew members to fire it faster and move it around and whatnot. So that is a con. The reclaim loop is you want power cards. You want energy. You want your cards back. Look at what growth one does. It gets you power cards. It gets you energy. It gets everything. It gets you your cards back. I'm going to be doing that every turn, Ryan. I'll just stick in my four card place. So (laughs) there comes a point where sometimes you can suffer with this half and half here. Let me stall, not get anything as far as energy and new cards, but I'll go and grow with my presence. And then half and half, okay, I'll reclaim every other turn. Mm -hmm. And then in your late game, the bad guys are escalating to a point where, okay, now I just need to be in my loop and kapow, kapow. Kapow, kapow, kapow. And hey, at least you're getting your cards back. And now you're getting a card every single turn. When you're in this loop, like you said, lightning's boon is happening like all the time. You get the idea. Yeah. You are finding cool cards. You get to play your cool cards over every turn. And over and Ironically, that is a side pro of the reclaim loop. Because you may not be improving, but if you found a really good card and you're spamming that sucker, yeah. sweet. If you find a Badlands card and spamming it every single turn. I found Desiccating Winds, John. Whoa. Let, let's, <laughs> let's put Badlands every single turn. And, that, and do damage with it. Yeah, do damage with it. Now Raging Storm has a purpose. It's great. Yeah. So this is the reclaim loop. It's Lightning. kind of a pro and a con. Right. Yeah. It has its pros. It has its cons. Huh. To me, I do feel clunky when I'm doing it mm-hmm. because I feel as if spamming is usually uh, weird. You... But like I said before, I'm still doing crazy high damage yeah. with it. 
So I don't mind in that regard. Watching you play lightning, you've picked some good spots when to have a downturn instead grow and place presence instead of reclaim. So friendship really helps. Yeah, yeah, and teamwork (laughs) helps. I think because lightning is so fast, like, all right, so you didn't have a slow phase, but your fast phase, you can play your slow powers in the fast phase. So it's like, yeah, maybe you're a turn behind me because lightning's so fast, you catch up really quickly type of thing. Yeah. If that makes sense. But yeah, you got to either pick your spots or you're just stuck in a reclaim loop. Yeah. But there comes a point where, like, hey, if you're at four card play, three energy gain, a reclaim loop, it's not necessarily the worst. No, no. You may desire more than that, which is fair, but three energy a turn, and if you are reclaiming, you are getting a fourth energy because growth one gives you an energy. Mm -hmm. It's just one, but hey, I mean, if you're at three energy in this hypothetical situation with four card play, hey, play four cards. You can do a lot with four cards. It's likely you'll get Thundering Destruction level one, possible to get level two with that, and you have enough card play and enough energy gain to like do some damage And maybe you can get a cheap major like you were saying Mm -hmm. make it work it's cool so one thing we want to do is kind of look at the various tools that the player will have in spirit island how good is this spirit at using some of those tools i am really excited for this next section because this makes you think in a different way i think yeah i think so i think so so is lightning a dahan user or a beast user yes or no beast nope (laughs) (laughs) of course you can go and find beast cards and maybe do something with them you're not a beast user no you don't start with any beast powers obviously but like you said with desiccating winds if you find a good power card and repeat it that's huge so if you find tigers um, hunting yeah it's cheap and just get beasts out there oh you're a better beast user than fangs or Mm -hmm. something but you have to find it yeah dahan user i'm going to say no asterisk okay mine was my question mark sure sure it's not great. It's not a suite that is Dahan proficient, but you have the foot in the door. If you find that defend power, Ryan. Bam. Wow. You are a very rudimentary and meager Dahan user if you find a single defend card, but you do have Harbingers of Lightning. Because that fixes a huge flaw. If you find yeah. a defend power, now your offense and defense and Dahan taking out, like that is a huge sword and shield build. Mm-hmm. So that is huge if you find defend power. It may power. seem a little meat and potato. But it's really great for those moments of, oh, no, there's an explorer and a town on a spot. They're about to build a city. Shatter homesteads, pop the town, Harbingers of Lightning, get Dahan in there. They're about to ravage, use this defend card, clear land. Yeah. Which is really nice. So, yeah. Usually I like to hope that I find a zero-costing fire card. Is cheap, but mm-hmm. uh, defend powers. Yeah, and beasts is fun. Like if I mm-hmm. find a swarming wasp or something. Yep. If I'm spitting beasts out there, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Maybe events or mm-hmm. beast command. Who knows? Maybe something will do something with them. But mm-hmm. I'm not planning around it. Yeah. For beasts, but the Han, like you said, foot in the door for sure. Yeah. The Han definitely. Are we a sacred site user? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Why yeah. yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we are. A slew of cards in this game are very strong and they require you to have a sacred site. We can use those cards as lightning with ease because our gameplay is entirely centric on sacred sites already. You always want sacred sites. So you have a very good flexibility to use those cards immediately once mm-hmm. you find them because you will already have sacred sites in there. Like quick in the earth struggles range zero and a sacred site like oh so many things oh wait i'm innately a sacred site user now Mm -hmm. this card and as a fire this is perfect for me Mm -hmm. we have this description are we a range zero user Mm -hmm. 
Now, obviously, if you have anything beyond range zero, you can literally be a range zero user. What we're talking about is how proficient are you with range zero tactics, i.e. you being right on top of the bad guys. I don't think lightning, eh, not really. I see, Not really. I think, all of their powers have range. Yes. All of them do. Yes. I think lightning benefits from having sacred sites in some lands and attacking from them. Yes. They want their enemies close, but not too close. <laughs> I don't think, yes, very much like that. I think they want them close, but not that close. Within one or two, you know, yeah. for thundering destruction or shattered homesteads. But yeah, on top of you, you're like, as we're talking, you don't start with defend yeah. powers. And if you don't find yeah. defend powers, then you might yeah. be losing sacred sites. Oh, no, that's your source of power. Yeah. Also, range zero users, meaning if I find cards in the deck that say range zero, I would probably stay away from yeah, them. Yeah, they're not the Doesn't best. mean you have to, because what's the thing in this game? Bad guys coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably Domesticated come to you. animals still is really nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you find a good power and it matches elements right. or its defense. I just generally think when I look at this character and they're sweet, I'm getting the vibe you don't want to be on top of bad guys. I, I agree. You don't have any defense yeah. at all. Kind of keep them at an arm's <laughs> distance type of thing. You don't have anything to control bad guys. Nope. You can't push all. them out. Nope. I don't think we're a range zero user. Here's a question. Are we a blight buddy? So I was thinking about this. Should we define blight buddy? Yes. Go ahead and define it. Blight buddy is simply a term that we are using to describe somebody who not necessarily will place blight or spawn it, but someone who can coexist with somebody who is a blight user. Though I originally didn't think so, I think they are. I think, I think they are. I think they're blight friendly. I'm, I'm willing to go on a limb and say lightning is a yes. Blight Thumbs buddy? up, blight buddy. And I never would Look, have thought of that. A lot of any's. A lot of any's. Yeah. They don't have any restrictions other than sacred sites. Right. And at first, that seems really simple. It was because of later spirits that came out in expansion that I now look at mm. any's as really nice. Because there are powers like Ranging Hunt or characters like Serpent yeah. or Keeper who are very strong, brawny, buffed characters. And they have a lot of really cool things that they can do. But as a limitation to those characters, they have some weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And in these specific characters instances, those specifics are Blight. And Blight's going to happen. Right. Blight's going to happen. And no matter what level you're playing, you are most likely going to Blight. But because it does not matter if the origin land that the power came from was Blighted or Blight-free or the target land was Blighted or Blight-free, you can have a clean board and function just the same as well as you could on a dirty board. I was starting to look through the decks. There are some good fire cards. A lot of fire cards utilize Blight or work with Blight. There's like Lands of Haunts and Embers, Drought, Purifying mm -hmm. Flame, Weep for What is Lost, The Wounded Wild, Spill Bitterness, Pyroclastic Flow, Land Thrashes, Pillar of Living Flame. Yeah. All of these like either utilize or add Blight yeah. or add Blight equals damage. So you have no restrictions like we're saying. But even in the decks, you're looking for these fire powers because they mm -hmm. urinate and they're blight friendly powers so you can become a blight spirit for mm -hmm. sure so then we have this question are they solo viable mm. basically we are examining how good we think this character performs in multiplayer at any number yeah or solo play where's your opinion Okay, so we talked about their powers, right? Their unique powers of, yeah, Lightning Spoon, Shattered Homesteads, Harbingers, and then you have Raging Storm. Of those four, one of them is pretty useful in solo. Mm. Lightning Spoon, you're kind of already fast. Yeah. Raging Storm, 
you don't got the money. <laughs> At least early on. So, in Harbingers, my opinion... you don't have defense. <laughs> I, I don't, I, I, I'm not thrilled with Lightning Solo. <laughs> it's a thumbs down for me. I don't like it. Not like... It can work. It can work. It can work. And I've seen battle reports where players have won a terror level one victory with Solo Lightning. Yeah, it can work. I think that's going to be difficult. <laughs> I think... Okay, technically, I guess you can say, as Eric said, there are always extenuating circumstances. <laughs> technically, everyone is solo viable. Yes. Literally. Heck, even Ocean, even Bringer. Cool. We're talking about how easy, yes. how comfortable of a win you can get with this spirit in solo. I'm thinking they're not so great. I don't like I, Yeah, they're not I'm my favorites. personally not a They're fan. not my favorites. And Lightning's Boon just feels like it loses so much of its power. Right. It can go to any spirit anyway. Yeah. It's not like it's a target on other spirit where now it can work to me and solo. No, no it, was it was any. It was always any. And the thing it does, I did already. I can currently do. It still retains the value. It's got if a I good go, elements. Sure. Of... A, getting those elements, which is always nice with Thunder and Destruction, but also, hey, if I go for other cards, I can make them fast if they don't have Which air. is good, yeah. Which is good. Which is good. But like you said, it's just lesser because, especially in the early game, I can do that already. I can already so, make powers fast. Yeah. And with how hard it is to get power cards, it's just like, man, having a dud card. Oh, a bad draw? Yeah. That stings. Oh. That stings. Yikes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no fire Love. cards? Yeah. <laughs> Like we said about Harbingers of Lightning, control, yay, defense, Ooh. none. <laughs> and in solo play, defense and fear have a much different role. Fear is crazy in solo. <laughs> fear spirits in solo play, I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they rip through the deck. You rip through the deck yeah. so much and so fast, it's almost kind of unfair. <laughs> Sometimes. And defense is really important because you look and you're like, hey, I have three blight. Total. Yeah. And for a while, lightning solo meant two blight. <laughs> for a for, very for long years time. It meant for two blight. years, yeah. <laughs> it meant that. And you're like, well, crap. <laughs> and even if you flip the blight cards, like, oh, now I have only four blight left. And blight <laughs> right. lands that could cascade. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. They're not my favorites. And then it's like, oh, crap. I got memory fades. Because with my luck, you always get memory you always fades. Get memory fades. Either get rid of a power. <laughs> Or destroy a presence. No, my secret sense. But I need my secret <laughs> It's just, you feel very spread thin. And yeah, but like I said. Even when you bring in one extra spirit, the combos. Oh, goodness. Making yes, things yes. fast. And then it's helping just, you Once out. again, you have a bolt action rifle all by yourself yeah. fighting an enemy that has automatic weapons. Mm -hmm. You're like, ah, crap. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so, yes, it's doable. But I'm not really impressed with their capabilities when I'm piloting them in solo play. Even in, I was looking back to our All-Star series, they were voted as a top five support spirit in oh, yeah. the game. So they are great on a Lightning's team. Boom. Lightning Spoon. <laughs> it's one card. It's so good. <laughs> but it's so good because it so happens good. so often. Yeah. So people love having Lightning on oh, the sure. team. Oh, sure. So great multi-spirit. Eh, not my favorite. Yeah, in solo yeah. play. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and talk about opening plays a bit. Hmm. I kind of talked about one already, yeah. but I'll say it for the record once again. It's using growth three. And as a reminder, growth three lets you place a presence from one away from where you already are and you get three energy. 
So, if you pull from bottom track, once again, you start with one energy gain from your energy track and two card plays at game start. So, if you take this one presence placement from Grow 3, if you take from bottom, this means that you can now play three cards and you have four energy. So, what this means is you play your entire starting hand with the exception of Raging Storm, and so you play Harbingers of Lightning, you play Lightning's Boon, and Shatter Homesteads, mm -hmm. which all cost three, and you have four energy, so you still have some energy left over. Sure, you have one left, but you're not bankrupt, no. so hey, that's nice. Yeah. And you get to do all those three cards plus level one of Thundering Destruction. On now, turn one. On turn one. So what this means is if you're doing a standard setup, you're only going to have one town on your board anyway. Mm -hmm. Which means, hey, I've just played two powers. Shatter Homesteads gets sort of a town, and Thunder Destruction gets sort of a town. Cool. That means in the fast phase, bust one of them. In the slow phase, bust one of the other ones. There you go. You're getting fear, which, hey, it's always good to get early game fear. And one of your friends is going slow to fast, which is always pretty good. I think the thing that's really cool here, yes, it doesn't solve every one of your problems because you're still going to want to get energy gain pretty quick with this spirit. Mm -hmm. And this option gives you temporary energy gain. You're probably going to go into a reclaim for your second turn, which is not uncommon. But what I like about this option is the fact that it gets rid of towns. Yeah. And I like holding the bad guys back a bit by taking out some towns early. Yeah. And sometimes that can snowball into an effect where it gives me just enough time to get on my feet with stuff. Because if I then go on turn two to gain a power card, because my growth option one where I reclaim power cards, I get an energy back and a new card. Yeah. Now that it's turn two, bad guys are attacking turn two. They don't attack turn one, but they do attack turn two. So maybe, hopefully, I can find a defend card then. But you see, defend cards were worthless on turn one, but now, now I can something. potentially find one. Sure. I like that one. For me, it's hard because I think that's why I'm starting to like Fangs or even Keeper or Trickster for sure. There's so many yeah. different avenues or lanes you can turn down and like, oh, now I can do this mm. and it's a pick two. But for Lightning, I just get into this, like this one track mindset of like I hmm. get to two energy and four plays and just rinse and repeat. Okay. And I know that's not fun or boring. And like, Well, with your second growth option, you can pull from top track to immediately get to two yeah, energy. Yeah, that's what I usually which do. Which is nice. Mm -hmm. You're at two energy, two card play. Two card play. You can still pop a town mm -hmm. with Shatter Homesteads and for free... Move around with Harbingers or something. Right. Right. And you can Lightning's Boon someone if that's critical. And that has been critical in the past. I remember even in our England game, we stopped an inland build because I used Lightning Boon. Until yes. So, yes. So sometimes Lightning's That's Boon true. Is, I remember that. is useful. Yeah. If you can stop an inland build and stop buildings from growing in your inland, then that is a pretty important. A right. lot of the time, uh, I don't know, I do the no plays on turn one. Talk to me about that. Kind of like what you were talking about. Because I, there are a few characters in this roster who actually have a decent reason to right. do a no card play turn one. And it doesn't feel great. Meaning that you don't play any cards. You still grow. You still grow. <laughs> right. You still grow. Make no mistake. Yeah, I need to grow. But you see, if you do growth two and you, like we said in this hypothetical, you yeah. pull from top track, good, your energy income is a lot better. Yeah. Literally double. Yes. Great. Awesome. Sure, it's one to two, but trust me, big it deal. Helps. Yep. But at two card play, you're not getting Thundering Destruction. Mm -hmm. You're innate. So I think that is why it feels bad. So then I don't even play a card. Sure. So because you want to make it so that when you do need to, now that the bad guys are attacking you on turn two. I can trigger Thundering Destruction. Right. 
So yeah, exactly like you said, I do growth too. I pull two from the top track, make a sacred site somewhere. Mm-hmm. If I'm one of those good starting boards, I'm now oh, yeah. covering every like land. CRF. Yeah, CRF. I am now touching every board with my sacred sites. And you banked two energy. And I banked two energy. And like you said, I'm not playing anything, so I'm saving You'll that. Put it to good use. Yeah, I'll play it eventually. It's kind of interesting. The bad guys aren't attacking on turn one because they're like loading their weapons, getting ready, and you're doing the same thing. I'm doing the same exact thing, Ryan. I'm loading loading that up. It's like the howitzer that you were talking about. Yeah. Where you have to load it up. And because lightning's so fast, I can play my slow powers and the next turn's fast. Sure. So usually on turn two, I grow, again, growth two, pull two presents from the bottom tracks, and I have two energy, four plays. I can only play three cards because I don't have the energy for stupid Mm. raging storm. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm playing France. But the thing is, in a multiplayer game, it's quite possible somebody helped you somehow. This is why I like multiplayer. Mm. I like those gifts or those. Someone gave you an energy. Then I can play my whole hand. Right. Someone, I don't know, gave you power card, yeah, something th- like that. And Memories I, on your team. Yes. And I get extra elements. Yeah. Things can happen. Bringers giving you an element or so something. Things can happen in a multi-spirit game. But yeah, it's almost like that is this. My opening plays is I get to two energy, don't play anything. Second turn, play three cards, get to four plays. And then I'm basically reclaim looping until I have enough cards to mm-hmm. sustain. Maybe playing three cards a turn or something. All right. I take an off turn. But I think I need that two energy. Yeah. A turn. And like we said, we can do a lot with four plays. We can potentially I, yeah, pop a city. Yeah, I think you can survive on three and or four card play. If you find a defend card with three plays, yeah, For then you're Dahan or taking out cities. Yeah. So yeah. three or four. Like, That's solid. Like we're saying, you, you don't do realize need some spirits only ever get to three or four. Right. And we're saying like, this is like, oh, what a bummer, three or four. Yeah. No, like Just because there's six doesn't mean you have to get to six is what we're saying. You're slaving away at working on that top track. <laughs> <laughs> trying to make progress and then what about that bottom track huh oh oh well yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Did it's like so easy like yeah. yeah i did that like turn one like, <laughs> but yeah i think as we get into more of the moderate complexity there's gonna be crazy different opening plays yeah. but obviously you can pull from different places to do various things yeah i think with the growth three starter I think it's naturally a good idea to pull from bottom instead of top track. Definitely. Because if you pull from top track, you're not getting another energy increase. No. It stays at one. Sure, you're getting closer to improving it, but you still only have two cards, which means you can't trigger Thundering Destruction. Right. So I think it's just better since, hey, if I pull from the first option on the bottom track, it unlocks a three-card play, which means that I can now play Lightning's Boon, Harbingers of Lightning, and Shatter Homesteads for a level one and eight, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Turn one, four powers. One of them is an innate. That's not bad. Two towns gone. And you're still saving an energy for a future turn. Yeah. Now, I don't think I've ever done this. Okay. I have heard of some people doing a growth one turn one. Ugh. It is very uncommon to see, in general, people doing an option that lets you reclaim cards when you have all your cards at game start. The idea behind this one is the bad guys haven't done anything to you yet, so you don't have to worry about ravages. And you're so fast. So quickly, let's go ahead and try to get some cards in our hand ASAP. Hmm. I think this is a risky play, but I can see the value in it. Because getting a certain card early, I can see a really good... Sure, if you get a zero-costing perfect miner or something, that could work. It can work. It's just... I really want to grow. Uh, I, I yeah. think you need to place a yep. presence. I understand I, the I theory am, behind it. What I if you have a bad draw? Hesitant. What if you have a bad draw, Ryan? Oh, geez. Yeah. I'd be like, what a waste. What a waste of a yep. turn. Yeah. Well, 
when talking about what a waste of cards to find, yeah. what do we want to look for, John? Oh, favorite power draws? Mm-hmm. Now, we did say before, Sacred Sight cards, obviously, we don't mind grabbing, and yeah. we can look for those. Range zero cards, eh, not so much. But whether minors or majors, there is an obvious thing. Yeah. Oh, well, there are cards that are simply perfect for elements. Yes. So if those are minor cards that we're talking about, you can say, oh, cards that are perfect for elements, Flesh Rot Fever. Yes. Fire, air, water. Yes. Steam vents. Mm -hmm. It's phenomenal for that. Of course, (laughs) I get that this will potentially be a hilarious joke, but I don't care. Elemental boon. (laughs) It's a perfect element. For lightning, it is great. Yeah, Turns out it's great for pretty much everyone. (laughs) If you see it, always pick it. It's very good. Steam Vents also honestly is really good. It is range zero, but it's great for the fact that you could just straight up destroy and explore. Well, nothing's building on top of you. Right. Which is good. Right, because bad guys will come to you, yeah. and the explorers will be the first of those bad guys that come Correct. to you. So popping an explorer, not bad. Mm-hmm. In Flesh Rot Fever case, hey, adding a disease, not bad. And you could put do it in the fast phase because you right. want to make it fast. Mm-hmm. I do think there are some that for their effect are like really, really good. Ooh, okay. So I really think Entrancing Apparitions is great. It gives you air. It gives you water. Water is great because you need water to trigger the highest level of Thundering Destruction. And you even need it for level three Thundering Destruction at a cheaper rate because Raging Storm costs three energy. Entrancing Apparitions is just one. Entrancing Apparition says defend two. Not bad. Getting a defend card. That's cheap. Oh, of course. But I like it because if no invaders are present, gather up to two explorers. Ooh. Which means if you play this right, you can prevent two lands from building. Because two lands somewhere on your board got explored and yeah. they have one explorer on them. If there is a land that's adjacent to both of those lands that were just explored and it's empty, play this. They come in. Ideally, Dahan are there. Defend two. Explorers aren't going to hurt the Dahan. They counterattack, kill them. If that's not the case, you can continually, throughout the game, bring Explorers in and potentially Raging Storm those dudes to kill them to get better value for them. Sure. Okay, who are we kidding? Gift of Power. (laughs) (laughs) It only has water. That's the only element that it gives you that you need for your nades. Oh my goodness. Target Spirit. You gain a minor power. Oh, we talked about minor builds. Uh, Lightning can only do a minor build. It's just great. It's great for you to get those. I think defend cards are good. Heck, even cards that have just fire or water or air. Sure. But like in a a quantity of two or even one, preferably two, heck, preferably three, but those it's pretty rare. You know, like you said, swarming wasps. That's a great one. It's a great one. Not your beast user. (laughs) Not your beast user. You do now care about Blight. blight, but it's free and it gives you fire air. Yeah, perfect. So that's not bad. No. I think dry wood explodes in smoldering splinters is good. Okay. It can't go on wetlands, but mm. it gives you a fire and an air element. Gives you a plant as well. But it's funny because it says you may spend one energy to make this power fast. LOL. Yeah, you don't you have to. You can completely shortcut that and do the rest it's of the power. Fast. It is range zero, but it's a good get off my lawn card. Two fear, one damage. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad at all. Call to migrate or call to tend yeah. can be pretty good, honestly. Ooh, speaking of the calls, I have a good one. Really quick. Call to tend, use Dahan to get rid of Blight, Harbingers of Lightning them into that spot. Ooh. Call to migrate, just simply moves Dahan more often. Yeah, that's great. That's and, why they're good. And good elements in call to migrate. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fire, it air. gives you fire air. Yeah, which is what you mm-hmm. need for lightning. 
This is kind of cheating. Go for it. I think this might be a cheat because I'm pretty sure this power was in the lightning progression deck. If any of those remember those, <laughs> if any of you players out there remember playing uh -huh. with that. But called a bloodshed. Um, oh. I, it has a fire. You only get fire, but fire's still important with lightning. But it's been such a long time since a power progression path. I know. Do you remember that? Because I think they have like a little yellow corner on them. I did that literally one time. <laughs> but literally, I did that one time. So this power, you know, it's pretty simple. It's either one damage per Dahan or gather up to three Dahan. But when you pair this with Harbingers, you have the potential of doing five damage in one land. That's crazy. Or even more if you That's you great. have more to hunt. And you can group them up, and you kind of become this mini Thunderspeak where you can gather them up, and then next turn you can do one damage. Yeah, it's yellow corner. Is that the yellow corner? <laughs> I think it is yep. kind of cheating, but I'm like, I see what they were going for with the I cheating. can see what they were going for, yeah. yeah. For major power, I like a cheap one. And I okay. like Power Storm. Power Storm is so great. I'm so biased towards supportive powers. I mean, it gives you fire air. It gives you fire and air. And it's threshold, which is so you just, great. You just need one more sun. You just need sun. Yeah, because you already have the fire and air in your hands. Right. And then now you get to be more Target supportive. Target Spirit gains three energy. Oh. Nice. You, you can, can literally, I'm not even kidding, you can just stop right there and you're like, I love it. <laughs> of course you can target other people, but let's be honest, you can target yourself. You can target yourself. <laughs> and yes, once this turn, target spirit may repeat a power card by paying its cost again, which is phenomenal. But the threshold, you can repeat more. Three power cards. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it's silly. I like that one. And, and again, see, the thing is so cool is that you're probably going to have a lot of miners. That probably costs zero. Yes. So by paying their costs, do I have like four zero costing cards? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Bit of a cheat code for okay. majors. Unlock the gates of deepest power. <laughs> yes, yes. Because does That's it have the one. elements you need? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All of them? The joke here, unlock the gates of deepest power is a fun power card because it gives you every single element in the game. Yeah. All eight. And even if you don't hit the threshold, it says a target spirit gains a major power card. You draw two, though, not draw four. But you do get to keep that major power card without having to forget another one. And there one. it is. Oh, so And great. there it is. That is huge for lightning. If I it don't have so to forget great. something yeah. and I get to add to my hand a heavy hitter, and hopefully maybe of those two, it's a cheap one, like a power storm or you know i mean we'll eventually talk about storm swath but <laughs> we're getting there <laughs> but, but like, if i can find a good one and don't have to forget huge cheat code i love that major for lightning yep i think transform into a murderous darkness Ooh. also could maybe be a decent Ooh. one it says target spirit may choose one of their sacred sites and as lightning you have we're going to have sacred yeah. sites now it says in that land replace each of their presence with badlands now, the replaced presence leaves the game and push any one of those badlands. Then three fear and three damage per presence replaced. Wow. So you are sacrificing a sacred but site. it could be worth it. But think about it game? this way. Oh, perfect. For the end game? For the totally. End game? Finish the game? I like to think of this one as this card uses a specific ammo. It requires sacred sites. We are simply someone who's going to have a lot of that. Yeah. Now, the card is quite expensive. It is six energy, but it gives you moon, plant, fire, water, air. There it is. It gives us the elements that we really want, and the threshold requires two fire, which we will very Definitely easily have. have, two air, which we will very likely <laughs> have The card's as well, giving us one of them. And three moon. 
This card gives us one moon already. Yeah. And by moon. this time, if it's the late game, we're probably going to have minor cards that probably have moon elements on them. And it just says one damage in an adjacent land and one damage in an adjacent land. Here's what's funny, though. Remember, in the first half of the card, we just replaced each of our presents with Badlands, and then we pushed those Badlands in adjacent lands. Yeah. Which means one damage in an adjacent land could be two mm-hmm. in two lands. So you can take out towns now. So it's this just... means that you could do six damage in a land where the sacred site was because it says three damage per, per presence replaced. And since it was a sacred site, then we have two at least. Mm-hmm. So that means at least two presence sacrifice, three damage per presence, six damage turn into Badlands, push those Badlands. Now Raging Storm looks a little bit better. Then we do two damage in adjacent lands. So that's eight damage that you're doing, plus three fear. And you probably got a little bit more fear from that. Yeah. With... What a nuke that was. The bomb going off. So pretty cool. I thought that one would be like an actual decent one. I want to bring up a miner that is defensive. I like Fire in the Sky. Oh, yes. I had that one too. It's not like straight defense. No. But it's cheap. Love fear. Yes. You know, keep adding to the fear gain that lightning has. But it's cheap, and you add a strife. So even if it's extra damage, you get oh, you huge. skirt around no, that. This saves Harbingers of Lightning. You think so? It does. Well, you can pop a building quick. Yeah. You pop a city, strife the town. Wow. Now there's just an explorer left. Good point. Hypothetically, yeah. I don't know. Or even like Shattered Home says, pop the right. town. There's a city remaining. Strife the it's city. It's fast. It costs one. Yeah. But it requires a sacred site, and we have those. Oh, lol. <laughs> we make those all the time, and I do like the strife. Like the one thing Lightning is really missing is defense. And yeah. now we're adding that and it has good elements. Yeah, I like this one. I think this one's Branch and Claw, but this was a good one for sure. Yeah, it is Branch and Claw. Oh, okay. But another reason why this card is so good is yeah. because it gives three elements. It gives us fire and air, which is so good. So good. But it gives us a sun, is. which is great power for storm? when we get our growth through sacrifice. Oh, what? <laughs> That's nice too. Because growth through sacrifice gives us a fire. Broken. But it has a threshold of two sun. Which is weird because it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. So fire in the sky is great because when we eventually find growth through sacrifice, we can proliferate. We can destroy one of our presents. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. That's fine. Because target spirit gets to either remove a blight from one of their lands, lol, or add a presence to one of their lands. So just add it right back. Proliferate, baby. You get to grow. Do you know how badly you need to put presents out there? So badly. (laughs) Very badly. So That's a good one. Great one. Ooh, what do you think about pyroclastic flow? Okay. So that one destroys all explorers. Yeah. Which is a huge thing that, you know, we're trying to make good use out of Raging Storm and Control. But if you can destroy all of them and you get extra damage with it. You get your fire. You get your fire, (laughs) you know, your elements. I don't think it's that hard to threshold. I think it's like a mountain you need. Mm -hmm. It also requires fire and air, which you have. Mm -hmm. It does add a blight. But again, you're not really worried about blights. It's not the worst. And only if it's jungle or wetlands, it adds a blight. Because of that, ironically, I thought poison dew might work. Ooh, yes. Another one. Because it's destroying explorers, which we're not good at. Yes. It gives us fire water. We like the water. We We do. like the fire. Love the fire. I wish it gave us air, but we probably have air somewhere else. All our cards have And for every card that has an air that we still play slow, means that we can use that power's air to use on this card, which so long as the land is jungle or wetland, we get to destroy all. Look at us finding all these. (laughs) It's anti-explorer. Yeah. (laughs) We're We're padding. Explorer cards. (laughs) 
But it is a weakness for lightning. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they can't do much other than Raging Storm. I think Gift of Living Energy is really Ooh, good. Oh, yes. You need that energy. <laughs> and the card cheap. art on that one literally shows river and lightning combining and, like, powering up. Yes. Which is so great. You need the energy, you man. You need the energy. It's and so it's good. it's free. It's free. It is a fire. And whether Perfect. you find it for yourself or a teammate finds it to give to you, it's great. Target spirit gains an energy. But if the target spirit is not yourself, then they get two energy instead. Then if you have at least two sacred sites, target spirit gains a third. Nice. So hopefully your friend has sacred sites too. And even if you were giving it to yourself, you have sacred sites. Yeah. So you're probably at least getting two energy. It's perfect. It's I know two card. energy doesn't sound like a lot, but when you realize that this card is free and you're giving yourself two energy. You're getting paid to use it. Yeah. Which is It's crazy. great. Has three elements, gives you fire, which we like, yeah. gives this plant, and it gives a sun for Grother's yeah, Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back to Grother's Sacrifice. Find that card and win the game. <laughs> oh, I want to bring up a Badlands one. I like Seer Anger into the Wounded Ooh. Lands. There you go. I mean, it's really simple. You just add a Badlands. Or mm -hmm. if there's a wild and invaders are present, it's one fear and one damage. That one you really won't have a wilds a lot, but adding a bad lands for zero costing in any lands. Right. Now Raging Storm, you know. Getting better. It's getting better. Getting it's becoming better. a major power. Yeah. It's, it's worth yep. the three energy. And we've talked about Desiccating Winds. If you can find. Yeah, I do think Desiccating Winds is good. Any type of bad lands power because you're reclaiming so much. That's why we're just finding these bad lands. And yeah. ones with fire, these are yeah. very useful. And Desiccating Winds gives fire and air. As well as Earth. Yeah. It requires you to have a sacred site, which you were like, all right, cool. If land has a Badlands doing damage, then yeah. add a Badlands. Perfect. Great for repetitious play. It repetitious really play. does yeah. turn into that major eventually. Yeah. In the same way that Elemental Boon was great, I think Gift of Nature's Connection Another is great. Another one, yeah. The Jagged Earth Elemental Boon. Yep. Seriously. No, that is exactly <laughs> yeah. what it is. Target Spirit either gains two energy. Yes. Or gains two of a single element. Their choice. Oh. How about extra air so I can make extra things fast? Or extra fire for thundering destruction? If you target another spirit, you gain an element of your choice. So you can give this to a friend. But it's a fast power that's free that can go to any spirit. What if you so, give yourself those two water that is so hard for you to get? Yeah. Like things Seriously. like that. That or is a strong power. Literally, just like what we said with Gift of Living Energy, the other one, you can give yourself two energy for free. This one lets you do that with less strings attached. Yeah. You can just straight up, bam, do it. Yeah, or here's <laughs> gain two elements sweet yeah the card itself doesn't give you any elements but that's fine because you, you can, pick you can literally are. give yourself yeah. an element two elements perhaps mm -hmm. like you said haunts and embers great it's a good one you moon things, air fire move things closer to you i think what's great is that it's bad guy manipulation yes what you need because bad guy manipulation is phenomenal for raging storm and Two fear push up to two either towns or explorers then if the target land has any blight which i mean who be kidding you probably will have with <laughs> lightning once or twice and that's not a down against lightning i'm just saying that look at these blight buddy cards that are great yeah. like you said if the target land has blight to fear then push two more of those so dudes for fear right and you're and okay with potentially blight. four explorers wow here's what's funny at the end of the card add a blight oh it's a self-fulfilling prophecy <laughs> if target land has blight then for fear push even more people that'd be a shame if i just placed a blight on there <laughs> <laughs> put another blight there Quicken the Earth. Look at us okay with blights. Yeah. Look at us. We've changed. Look at us. <laughs> Look at us. I do think Quicken the Earth struggles is good for this. It's just a classic, solid hey, defense. defend 10 or do one damage to each building. Yeah. Solid. Pair this with Raging Storm. Not bad. Mm -hmm. It requires a sacred site. I think Lure of the Unknown is great because it gives you, yes, plant and moon, but more importantly, it's a free card that gives you fire, air, gather, yes. and explore, or a town. 
Gathering you, Explorers yeah. is phenomenal. I do think, as far as miners, this will just be the last one for okay. me. Spur on. Oh, man. Oh. Extra Spur card on. play? Whether you play it to yourself or a friend gives it to you. Extra card play, Ryan? Oh. Oh, oh. wow. Fire, air, and sun for growth attack. And if you target <laughs> <Power> a <storm. laughs> if you target a spirit other than yourself, they gain one energy. But target spirit may immediately get another card play. So that is find so a great. zero costing minor and play an extra card play. <laughs> All right, there are two mages we got to talk about. No, there's storm swath <laughs> and talons of, of lightning. lightning. Take storm swath. So storm swath you can actually afford. <laughs> I wish you started with this power. This is John's raging storm. This is raging storm again. It's almost identical. It costs three. It's a slow power as fire, air, and water. So far, if you stopped right there, it is literally identical. Literally the same things. It does require a sacred site now, so that is different. Mm. But target land is any. Mm. So the effect: two fear in both the origin land and target land. One damage each invader. Love it. So strong now. I mean, it's literally the same. Same deal. But now it's two lands. And two to fear. Do. And two fear. It's great. If you get the threshold, two fire, three air, two water, hopefully you can get this. I think it's easy. I think it's easy. An additional fear. And now this power has additional range. One extra oh. range. And lightning likes having range. I should have mentioned it. Yes. Reaching grasp is also great. Oh, that's a huge one for lightning. I agree. Mm-hmm. In a land adjacent to both the origin and target land, one damage to each invader. So now we get to do this again. So now the card with this effect has range two, which means you can target somewhere farther away, which means if you do go range two away, there is an adjacent land in between you and target land that you can now do stuff to. Isn't that crazy? Last part, in the lands where you did damage, destroy one town. Oh, wow. In lands where you did damage. That's three lands. Three lands, three towns, all these invaders gone. Or if there's bad lands, it could be another town, a city. I don't know. This power is incredible. Do you know what I want to try? Hmm. I want to try revamped lightning where we take that growth one and growth three idea. Okay. Take away the power card acquisition from growth one, give it to growth three, and replace Raging Storm with Storm Oh, Swath that'd be so fun. And see what happens to this spirit. Oh, that'd be so fun. I think there could be a fun time. That'd be a really fun time. <laughs> and the original OG ultimate for <laughs> lightning in the base deck. Yes, remember, there are no such things as ultimates for character. But it's just fun to this think about them. This one is pretty them. much that, yeah. You know, like if you're an anime or you're like, my ultimate attack. Ultimate power. It's just fun. So, Towns of Lightning, six energy. Oh, no. (laughs) Hoping you get support. You get two elements of fire and air. We like them. It's fast, thankfully. Heck, even if it was slow, we wouldn't care. Doesn't matter. (laughs) From range one of anywhere, it can only go on a mountain or wetland, but that's okay. Yeah. Three fear, five damage. Wow. That is solid. Then, if you have three air, three fire, which that is pathetic. You can, you can do that turn one. Literally you turn can one. literally do that turn one. This card gives you fire yeah. and air, which means that the threshold when you play this card is two air, two fire, yep. respectively. It says destroy one town in each adjacent land and increase this power's range to three. Here's another range boosting power for lightning. So remember when it said it only goes to mountains or wetlands? Yes, the majority of your damage goes to mountains, wetlands. I get it. But But you can still pop towns in every land. Which means jungles or sands. Doesn't matter. Yeah. (laughs) 
three range away? That's crazy. That's crazy. It's phenomenal. Yeah, so a great one. A little costly, so hopefully maybe you have yeah. a partner, River. Sure. Someone could be throwing you energy. Shifting memory. Shifting memory. You got Volcano. Yeah. Serpent. You, yeah, you can have some help. Mm. But Whether with, like you said, energy gain or getting a major power time to forget yeah. it. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. huge. And also in Memories and Serpent's case, Elements. Yeah. Too. Because, like, hey, Gift of Flowing Power gives a fire and a water element, and we really like we that. <laughs> and the higher tiers especially, yeah. So now the last thing we're going to talk about, how do aspects affect any of what we've talked about today? And we've kind of touched on aspects a little bit. And we have. We have. So we're not going to go as in-depth. No. Pandemonium. Let's talk about pandemonium. Okay, let's start there. Pandemonium changes you into more of a defender. Yes. It lets you strife bad guys and get fear for it. I think this improves Lightning's use of Harbingers of Lightning mm-hmm. because this means that you can now protect a Han who go into a land by strifing the bad guys that go in there. Now they can counterattack for you for free without any risk. Remember how you had a foot in the door for that power? Well, now it can be used a lot more often. Yeah. It is weird losing Thunder and it's Destruction. It's weird losing Thunder and Destruction because that's such a strong innate. Yeah. But having the fear and strife, and like you said, now another card gets more useful mm-hmm. immediately. Immediately. You yeah. don't need to find a defend power. Mm-hmm. You don't need to go diving into the miner's deck. So mm-hmm. I think this might be a favorite. I think I might like Pandemonium better because I like fear. We both like fear. I even picked them in my all-stars because yeah. I just like the consistent fear that they have. They can earn seven fear a turn. Yeah. And then that's not even counting that Dahan counterattack that you're talking about where mm-hmm. you're setting up, you know, a counter fight and knocking down cities, towns, mm-hmm. whatever. I think what's cool is they become this, like, support, fear, defensive spirit. Because mm-hmm. usually that's Springer. You know, yeah. Bringer can flip a fear card so everyone can plan around it and give elements. And they're defensive. You know, they have dread apparitions. And they obviously are a fear spirit. But now Panda Lightning's scooting in. Mm. You know, they have Lightning's Boon still that they are nearly having at least every other turn. Yeah. And they're generating a lot of fear. And they're not blighting. They're being really defensive. So I'm like, yeah. there's not many fear support spirits out there. Yeah. In that way. There's literally only Bringer. Because Shadows yeah. and Shroud, like, they can be supportive. Right. I wouldn't say they're support. I'd say foreboding yes. would be good. Foreboding, definitely. I don't know. Yeah, I really like Panda Lightning a lot. Mm-hmm. It does make you go more for Moon. Yeah, that's true. Because it changes the innate. Mm-hmm. You don't need water anymore. So every time we mention a card that required Moon, Pandemonium Lightning will be slightly more mm-hmm. incentivized to go there. Yeah. I don't think a lot changes with the builds. Like, you still probably want to go miners with Pandemonium. Like I think so. We'll talk about other aspects sure. that really change the build. Sure. So usually you're just going after bottom track miners yeah. and maybe get two energy up top. But mm-hmm. yeah, I do like the defensive fear version of the spirit. I really do. Yeah. I think it's fun. Here's something that I can't say for all the low complexity spirits, but I can say with Lightning. I really legitimately love Every single Mm. aspect. I think they have the best slew of them. Right. I think they have the best selection. Yeah. I love it. They're all so different. There's not one that I dislike. No. I love all of them. I agree with you. Let's talk about arguably my favorite, Wind. Yeah, this one. Oh, Wind. I love Wind. You do lose Swiftness of Lightning. So I personally think that just as Pandemonium increased the value of Harbingers of Lightning, I think Wind Lightning increases the value of Lightning's Boom. 100%. Even for yourself. Mm. So what's cool is that Exaltation of the Stormwind is the new innate that you get. Now you have two innates. 
in Pandemonium, you replace Thundering Destruction. With Wind, you still keep it. Yeah. It's just you get another innate. So it's really cool to have Lightning with two innates Two innates. I like that. And it's so easy to trigger. So this one, Wind Lightning, just very quickly, Wind Lightning is a support spirit. You can now support others, which is really cool. For one air, you and target spirit may make one of your non-major slow powers fast. One. One. One air. One One air. (laughs) Let's just go ahead and remind everyone that every Every single single one of your cards has air. Turn one, even if you don't do grow three, you play a single card, bam. You and a friend, just like that, can be fast. Every single turn, you are triggering wind. The wind innate. I really like level two. Three air. You can still do this with your starting hand. You and target spirit each gain plus one range with all of your powers this turn. Huge. Every power gets range one. I think that is huge for Thundering Destruction, which was range one of a sacred site. Even your own power cards really benefit from having range. I think this is so good on ocean. I think it's yes. so good on volcano. Yes. Lure. Oh, yes. Lure. I think this is great yes. for wildfire. Mm-hmm. I think it's wow. great. Oh, wow. Huge I do. Seriously. I think it's yeah. even good for Thunderspeaker. Definitely. I think range is so great. It's so easy. I'm never mad about having extra range. Right. In general. Remember, you are giving a friend a slow power that they can now do fast. Yeah. And they're getting plus one range. I really like this level three with, oh, four air, one water. Yeah. We are still within the realm of... Starting hand. Starting hand. You can do this. You and target spirit, you can sense a theme here, every single thing that you do to a friend you give to yourself. <laughs> and that's just fun. You and target spirit may each push up to two explorers from one of your respective lands. The weakness that lightning had. How many miners did we say, oh, and this oh. one deals with explorers, and this one deals with explorers. Wind increases ranging strength. Storm's value as well. Because now you directly have bad guy, and in this case, specifically, explore control. From one of your respective lands, get off my lawn! (laughs) (laughs) Group them up somewhere. Push them to a group of explorers and then raging storm them. What I really like about wind is that you still have lightning's boon. Yes. So to one friend, I'll give you speed twice. Because two powers that are slow can now be fast. But with someone else, another friend, I will give you one speed increase and, then I get and range, yeah, which is great. So it's a little bit different of a package. Or you can target the same friend. Yeah, so make them all fast. Three cards are fast. You get range on all your cards. Then you can go ahead and push two explorers wow. from your lands. Oh, I love this card. It's so simple, but the, it's so great. Say the top tier. And then the last level, at level four, it requires five air and two water, and that is repeat this power. <laughs> so just- If you get to this. Yeah. It, oh, it's great. Because, like you were saying, how you can make different people fast, with this now repeated and lightning spoon, you can make three separate people fast. You're basically making the game blitz. Mm-hmm. You're making it the blitz scenario. You're only doing one spirit phase. You're only doing yeah. the fast phase. There is something very cool about wind and the new innate power that it gives you that I absolutely love. What is it? And I think this is actually really good even for beginner players. When you look at what elements you need to trigger this, if you have Thundering Destruction level one, you have Exaltation of Stormwind level one. If you have Thundering Destruction level 2, you have this one level 2. Mm. If you have Thundering Destruction level 3, you have Wind level 3. That's easy to keep track of. Literally, Wind's air and water requirements are identical to Thundering Destruction's, but they just don't need the fire. Wow. 
There is an exception to this with level one where you just need one air. But besides that, they're the exact same. That's cool. Meaning, like I said, if you get Thundering Destruction, you do get this one. And it's so easy to remember. I love that. So this is probably a hot take, or I don't know. It's hard for me to go back to base lightning when when wind is is available. It really is. Wind is is just better base. To me, that is the new normal. It is. Okay. We've said it before, and we'll say it again. For shadows, reach reach is the new normal. For me, in my opinion, and every one of us, you can have one of these aspects be normal for you. But for me, wind lightning is the new normal. It's just lightning 2.0. Oh, so great. Because we've already talked about that mini game. You have to sometimes choose what to make power slow or fast. You can maybe lightning spoon yourself, like you said. Yeah. Or I just make one power fast this yeah. turn. You don't always have to go fast. So now yeah. there's that choice and you can plan it out and that range and that explorer control. Like this is just an upgraded lightning in my mind. You know what's another wonderful thing about this card? Hmm. What is the usual answer that you tell somebody when they ask you the question, hey, do you have it? 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 Lightning spoon. Can you make me fast? I have to reclaim. I have to reclaim this turn. Not with wind. It's an innate. Now I just need an air. I can only do one with it. One power that's slow cannot be fast. That's still strong. And it can't be a major, but there's a lot of good, unique cards in minors. Minors. (laughs) Or even innates. Yeah, uh, massive yeah. flooding fast. Hello. Hello. Great. <laughs> yeah. But now I can give you a pseudo lightning spoon every turn. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. There's not enough we can say about wind. Yeah. It's so great. We love it. We love playing it. Yeah. Take us home, John. Immense. <laughs> oh, yeah. The broken one. <laughs> Real quick. So much fun. Basically, your top track grants you twice as much energy, and your bottom track gets you half as many card plays. Oh. So, remember how strong your bottom track was and how weak your top track was? Flip it. Literally flip, flip the it around. So, playing power cards during the spirit phase costs two card plays. Whoa. Yeah. That's a first. That is. That's Nobody new. does that. Mm-mm. Costs two card plays. That's what we mean, by the way, when we say flip it. Yeah. Because, yes, your top track doubled, but it never said your bottom track gets halved. In this In way, way, it kind of does, yeah. but it's worded this way for a specific reason. So if you have two card plays, that means mm-hmm. you only have one yeah. because it costs two. So usually you can do four, or even if you have six card plays because it maxed out at six. Sure. That means six, it costs two, so you only have three card plays. Yeah. So, John, what if I have an odd number of printed card play? Oh, then I have an unused one. So, on the card play track, what if I go ahead and get my first card play increase from two to three, but I can still play only one card? Right. So, you have an unused card play. Mm -hmm. So, that means if you have any unused card plays at the end of a spirit phase, you get to gain an element of your choice. Oh. Basically, this means that we now have the any element on our card play track. Yeah. You get to pick. And it gets even better. For each major power you play, gain two different elements of your choice. Now that so is now you crazy. Have a, I mean, now you're just thresholding majors. As if it wasn't obvious that this is incentivizing you towards major power card play. It's as if they heard us, yeah. hey, look how good lightning is for minor powers. Let's give you one that is the exact opposite now, major powers. Now your major powers. <laughs> I mean, Immense becomes one of the best major slingers in the game. Oh my word. I just witnessed so you, good. Get, you do it so good. in our six-player game. 
And you know how, how good it is to have back against the wall yeah. when you have a fully leveled up bottom track? <laughs> that is true. That means I have seven card play, which means I have three cards I can play with. Oh, I get a permanent any element. element. Yep. No, it's important to realize that it's if you have any unused card play, you only ever get one. It's not, oh, for each unused card play, you yeah, get one. Yeah, just any. But for each major I play, I gain two different elements of my choice. Yeah. I mean, you But, are... John, I played two majors this turn. And each of them are thresholded. All of them. <laughs> Did but... I just give myself two fire, two air? Yeah, I was about to say, you <laughs> fully unlock whatever major you play. The first major, one fire, one air, please. The next major, one fire, <laughs> one, one air, air please. <laughs> now we get both of them. And then for my any... Water, please. <laughs> it's almost like an easier memory because memory, you know, has to like observe the land yeah. to like gain elements and stuff or gift themselves. Like, you know, immense is just like, I just get them. Here's a hot take. Let me know what you think about it. Tell me. Immense, in my opinion, is one of, if not the beginner spirits for major powers. Mm, yeah. I think it's very easy to understand. Yeah, I think it is very solid. That's a good point. And new players are scared of major powers. Mm-hmm. They don't want to lose their starting hand. They yeah, get rid of Raging Storm. Yeah, that's what but I'm saying. But I like the no, elements. I'm in Okay, who cares? You get the elements back so easy anyway. And like you said, it's a simple math. You double the top, and then whatever you don't play on the bottom, you See, get an element for it. And that's the thing that's so cool. It doesn't matter if the major that you acquire when forgetting Raging Storm... Oh no, it doesn't have fire or air. But your new major A might have one of those. And even if it doesn't have one of those, whenever you play a major power, gain two different elements of your choice. There's your fire and air. Bam, you got it back, done. Then I think that's easier <laughs> than memory to comprehend. Immense. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a and great And that's my point. opinion. That's my opinion. I just think immense lightning is the easiest, perfect beginner introductory character for major power. I agree. And what's cool is you still have Lightning's Boon making those slow majors fast. Mm. Or you still have your special rule yeah. of making slow powers fast. Yeah. So you don't lose Swiftness of Lightning. You yeah. don't lose Lightning's Boon. So you can make all these heavy hit majors fast. Cast on the Brian Deep doing the fast phase. Yep. You can afford it. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually you can. Or, you know, Pill of Living Flame. Whatever you want to do. These slow powers, make them fast. If you're immense, I think a growth two start that you talked about is a lot more viable. Growth yeah. two immediately then into growth one because turn one they're not ravaging Mm -hmm. so let me do growth two pull two from top track now i have two energy exposed which is actually four yeah i still only have two card play that's fine my card play is still one but now when i go ahead and do growth one on turn two i'm gaining a power card let's go a major chuck either harbingers or raging storm get another energy and this is if you don't play any cards on your first first turn. turn yeah you literally have nine energy you literally can briny deep turn two. Wow. I mean, you have to find it, of course. Of course. But, like, that's possible. Yeah. That's great. And that's immense. (laughs) I mean, listeners, do you hear what we're saying? Like, each aspect is very different. Right. And extremely fun to play. Yeah. Yeah. So, especially with the aspects, if you were just to play this character, heck, base is still fun anyway. Base is still fun. We like base. Base is still fun. But look at the wide variety of... Experiences like how much you can they have. change lightning. I love it. The support, the fear defense, the well, major slinger. I love what each one of them does. Base lightning, once you understand who they are, what does pandemonium do? Your fear was okay, you have no defense. Now your defense is great. You're one of the best your fear is <laughs> great. Yeah. Base lightning is all about minor power spam, and they're great at it. Immense. Now you can go crazy majors yeah. instead. Spam those. And then wind is just base lightning 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> you were supportive and now you're mega support. Yep. It's great.
Oh, we did it. So there we go. Yeah. The first time we did this, it took 49 minutes. Not so this time. <laughs> oh, did we get a little bit longer? <laughs> Whatever. We, we're a little more experienced, I guess. A little more but we had a lot to talk about, and we love this spirit. And we hope you do, too. This is a phenomenal starting place. Spirit, for me, it was the first spirit I ever played as. Technically, that's a trick statement because I did a two-handed game my very first time in Spirit Island. Two-handed, your first time. Yeah, good on you. It was Earth and Lightning, so I can legitimately say Earth was my first spirit and Lightning was my first spirit. I played them both at the same time, and I loved them. Lightning was my second. Yeah, I did Shadows first, and yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was fun. But yeah, Lightning was like a kind of a first love. I think I was Earth for that game. Yeah, you were Earth. Yeah, you were. Because Laura was River, Peter was Lightning. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, for that was our first game. That was our first yeah. ever game. Yeah. But yeah, lightning was a fun first time for me. I think a lot of people have like a first love with lightning. Yeah. Because it's just fun to go fast, blow things up. Sure. But there is some depth there. Yeah. I, I think we discovered as we talked it out. Mm-hmm. It's more than just, you know, bang them up type of thing. Sure. So there is the examination and analysis of lightning swift strikes tool and kit. We're very excited to hear what you all have to say next time. Can't wait for it. But until that time, we will catch you all on the Flippity Flip. Peace out! Before you go, we'd like to have a quick word. Thanks, Editing Ryan. I'll take it from here. So, one thing that we said a while back was, if ever an episode is labeled with a part one or a part two or whatever... That means that the next episode will simply be the next subsequent part. So if you see part one, the next one will be part two. And if it says part two, the next one will be part three. And only under special or unique circumstances is that formula going to be disrupted. Well, (laughs) here we are in the present day. I do really hope that you enjoyed lightning analysis. We worked really hard on it. It took a lot of time to compose and make, so I really hope that you genuinely enjoyed it. But there have been some really exciting, huge developments within the Spirit Island community. We are coming in from the present day now to talk about what happened today. So... Horizons of Spirit Island was just announced. Oh my goodness, what the what? (laughs) And you all will remember back in season one how we had this bomb dropped on us when Spreading Rot was announced and revealed. We were like, what? We have to play a game. We have to record something. that kind of disrupted the schedule in that time. And in a similar fashion, we... (laughs) Gotta talk about what the heck just happened. Yes, Lightning 1 is what you just heard. And so naturally, Lightning 2 is what you were probably expecting to hear. But, I mean, Horizons was just announced. So with the announcement of Horizons, there is a second thing that's kind of (laughs) big. So there's a lot of excitement, and rightfully so. We have two expansions on the way. We have heard now that Nature Incarnate has been announced, and now Horizons has been announced. Well, if you know anything about us, we are so addicted to anything Spirit Island that if anything, anything comes out for this game, we are just like ludicrously excited, and we go crazy about anything, anything. Mm. Heck, we did entire series about... The hype list. The hype list. We made entire series. I even made about builds. what could be. what could happen. <laughs> so, like, you can see the fanaticism about how we can take just any bit of information and be over the moon crazy with it. 
So why haven't we been so ridiculously crazy about nature incarnate? Where was our enthusiasm like we had before? Well, I can tell you that the happy enthusiasm still thrives and burns within us about that kind of new content. So we've been playtesting Nature Incarnate for about, like, what, a year now? (laughs) (laughs) By playtesting, we mean um, we play them and forget to record any actual data. We submit data. Laura going for comedy once again. (laughs) Yes, we've been playing with... (laughs) (laughs) The stuff from Nature Incarnate, and we've had access to it for a while. Yes, it is absolutely insane. We can talk about it for a while, but that is not the point of today. We'll save those discussions for some other time. We're also not legally able to (laughs) to talk about those yet. (laughs) And like I said, we have the desire to talk about these things. We have the desire to talk about the things, but there's a lot of details here. Anyway, point being... I'm going to use these words. Next week, we will have a conversation about Horizons of Spirit Island. Don't miss it. It won't be Lightning 2, the survey results, but it'll be about this instead. Like I said before, unique circumstances, special circumstances. It has already been recorded. It came out to about 60 minutes. Be there Please. (laughs) You're not going to want to miss this one. Unless you're one of the people that you don't want any kind of information about anything. True. Then skip a week. There will be some spoilers. I'm serious. So, But it's worth it. That specific cat is out of that bag. So we're going to go back to the modern day present and get back to working on Guard the Isle's heart. (laughs) (laughs) But we're super excited. Catch you next time. Peace out. Bye. We appreciate that you took the time to listen to this episode of the Kindred Spirit Podcast. Feel free to interact with us on our socials. You can catch us on our Facebook or Instagram, as well as BoardGameGeek, Reddit, and Discord. Consider supporting us on Patreon, where you'll get access to episodes early as well as our private Discord. Links to all those will be in the description of this episode. Have a great one, and may the elements be ever in your favor.